Welcome back, everyone, to Phil's Recap and Review, Game of Thrones, Season 6, Episode 7, The Broken Man, and I can't hold it anymore, The Hound is back! Yes, motherfucker! The fucking, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna burn side of the side of my face in honor of the hound! Ah, yeah, I did! Fuckin' it, the hound is back. Ian McShane was not fucking around. He was not, he was not just, uh, bullshitting people when he went out there with his spoilers in the air. Ian McShane does not bow. He doesn't give a fuck. He, he let it all on the line. And we're here tonight to talk all about this episode, The Broken Man. We're really excited to be here. We see the live motherfucking chat going fucking crazy. Great to see all of you guys. DB, Ian, Atheism is Unstoppable, 1998 Champion, Ike, Peace Baby, uh, G-Dozer. Great to see all of you guys. And if you want to join in the discussion and share your thoughts, you can jump in the live motherfucking chat, as I said. We also have our call-in number back tonight, which is, let me look at that number, uh, 914-205-5689. I'm also in the Discord group, in the spoilers group, and if anyone has any specific question or comment you want to get to me in when you're in discord just private message me so i make sure i got it we got some of our friends in the in the chat right now lay, taking down their pants and showing you their straw poll tug on it it feels good and what else feels good is it feels good to see game of thrones Arya's bleeding guts holy shit so much oh to talk God. about so much to unpack in this episode but before i wait too long with me as always is joe dirty locks and katie crow how are you two doing tonight Yes, it's great. Fantastic. Great to see you do a Phil episode, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. It's a lot of fun in that episode. Joe, you guys can probably turn up a little bit. People say Phil's beard's back. Literally, you saw me. I was clean shaven a week ago. I'm that much of a hairy motherfucking bastard. All, everything, everything, I'm a great petri dish of hair. So it grows out of every orifice of my body. Everyone, welcome back. We're really excited to talk about this episode of Game of Thrones. Before we go too far in all of this, as we said, uh, thank you to everybody for all the kind words over the course of the week. We really appreciate all that love. And holy fucking shit, everybody, the hound is back. We can't talk about anything else off the bat other than that. Joe, what did you guys think of that, Joe? Are you ready? I remember we got into a little bit of disagreement on the, sh on the show before, but let's forget all about that. The hound is back. What do you think about it? Uh, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, sure, why not, Joe? What the fuck? Yeah, sure, why not? They found him before he died. He's back. We didn't see him die. We just saw him left for dead, so sure, why not? I mean, he had some pretty egregious injuries, but sure. I reckon you're for dead a McShane, couple dozen times. Uh, yeah. He can work some magic. He can. He holds them all. Oh, people are like, oh, no. Lock up your chickens, everybody. The hound is back. Mm -hmm. I think the one disappointment I had, if it's a minor disappointment, is when Ian McShane said, oh, I cooked you some meals and got you some uh, got you some ale and some soup. I, I wanted him to say I got you some ale and some fucking chickens. Fucking great. Mm -hmm. uh, we wanted the chickens. <laughs> Big, Big Kev says the way he came back was kind of weak. Uh, Bill says the hound is going to eat every fucking Ew. chicken in Westeros. Uh, compound fracture to his femur is too chronic. Uh, Jamie always has the biggest army. You guys are all pleasant. Great to see all of you guys. Joe, get high. Get excited. What the fuck? Where the fuck was the chicken? What? Where the fuck was the chicken? People want to know. Fucking uh, Game Bowl and the Gravedigger confirmed. Gravedigger definitely confirmed. It is fucking great. Uh, and also we got a lot of of Sansa and John going around this episode. But I, I don't know. I don't want to get too far down this road. But just from just from the show standpoint, 
Where's Ghost? I, I, I'm just curious. Where the fuck is Ghost? Why isn't he on my screen? Is he? Did he die off screen? Is he somewhere? No. Uh, having like, doesn't he make a great thing to have by your side during Always, like those yes. interactions? Like when you're trying to convince other lords, like, look, I command beasts the size of any one of your well, men. I can only think that Ghost is out doing his own recruiting. Rogue, very good, very good point, Katie. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, this they... is what's happening in my imagination. <laughs> but you might not be doing necessarily an imagination there, though. I, I could absolutely see Ghost out oh, there, maybe, maybe, wolves. yeah, maybe going out there, uh, trying, trying to find some other direwolves in the mm -hmm. area. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Who knows? We, we can hope. We can hope that Ghost is out there mm -hmm. somewhere. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm having again having some. Uh, Having a little bit of problem with the phone lines, trying to get that all taken care of. We got uh, jumping in the fucking live chat right now. Jamie has 8,000 men in his army. We need him on Team Westeros. So let's not forget something else, Joe. I think, I mean, I, mean, I might be... <laughs> I might be the worst individual you've ever met in your life here. Is that, is that true? And I might be the worst person you've ever met in your life. The Hound is not the worst person you've ever met in his life. We also get no, a lot no. of, we get, we get Braun back in this episode. And Braun, I don't know if it was that I was waiting too long for Braun, but it was amazing. Every moment of getting to see here Braun and Jamie together, the pair back together, Lannister and Braun, was, was just really exciting for me to get to see all of that. He's, I love Braun. He's so straightforward and honest and funny about it, too. <laughs> Just like, yeah, life sucks, whatever. We do what we can. Yeah. Move on. Yeah, we do what we can. Oh, cool. The phone line system is all fixed, though. Uh, oh, we got to see one one. What, but having Braun. Snow. Snow. Ah! Snow, good. <laughs> Snow is very one, good. One. I love that guy. I fucking love that one one. I want to sit on his shoulder. <laughs> oh. that's it's brand's new ride oh <laughs> oh good perfect one. <laughs> oh hello oh he went from like rav4 to you know lincoln the fucking hum navigator or some or shit yeah humvee driving the lincoln. one one car one one equals no ghost yeah were they paying for one one so one one ghost costs five hundred thousand dollars someone says stacy e says braun isn't around cersei anymore because uh because yeah they ended up breaking up uh the character i miss most is tywin uh, so i tywin is probably someone i miss the mo one of the people i miss the most on the cast if we're talking about like all dead characters uh, that we got to know and get to spend a lot of time with tywin would definitely be high on that list for me for characters that that I definitely miss in the show. Robert and Ned, I loved seeing them. I want the bean. See, I, I'm I'm with you on that one, but I think it was far enough away, and it's so compact in that first season being so excellent that I feel yeah, like it yeah. works with losing Ned at the time we learned it. Because simply, even now to this point, one of my favorite scenes of the evening when they were with the Glovers, I think it was, when we again are reminded how Rob's stupid mistakes oh, <laughs> seriously. cost so many people their fucking lives. Because Rob was thinking with his dick. He was looking at Charlie Chaplin's niece's side butthole, and he couldn't help but get up on that shit. And he just got he got blinded, or if we want to go with the books, he got manipulated. But in the show specifically, it was a decision he made and a choice yep. he made with his dick. And yep. he fucked it up, and we got reminded again of that. I loved getting to see Sansa and John have to deal with some of that outcome of your brother <laughs> fucked up your family. The the reason why mm -hmm. the Boltons are in charge isn't for any other reason but Rob thought with his fucking dick. Yep. 
he broke hundreds of years of loyalty from these other families. Like, seriously, he fucked up. There's someone in the chat says, you can, well, you can't blame Rob. I love Rob. <laughs> preach. Absolutely blame Rob. Preach. Rob is such a dumb bitch. Oh, stop like, the Rob heat. Catelyn's fault for leaving fucking Winterfell. Well, she fucked up, too. Fuck. Over and over and over and over and over again. Like, they're really, they're cleaning up the messes that Catelyn and Rob created. People Rob's have... fault for trusting Theon. It's Theon's fault for betraying oh. Rob. It's Catelyn's oh, fault for goodness. leaving Winterfell. It's Ned's fault for telling San, uh, Cersei what she told her. It's the fucking Cersei's fault for putting the High Sparrow in charge. It's Tyrion's fault. Oh everywhere. <laughs> people in the, it's funny in the, in the chat it's going that people are like well, first of all phil shut the fuck up don't talk bad about rob oh then yeah fuck rob fuck rob it's going back and forth in the live motherfucking chat right now if you guys are checking this out and passing through try to join us live right after the episodes for a couple of episodes we've got three more fucking episodes of game of thrones after this we like to talk right after That's the episode and it's fucking crazy. Three more weeks of this shit. And Joe, you kind of hinted at this. I know a lot of people look at the term that you used earlier uh, as a negative term, but I think this was how you do setup episode. This was a perfect setup episode for the final three episodes of the season and really amping the game, putting things in place. A lot of really awesome shit happened this episode, but I think it was definitely more of a setting the pieces in the attack mode. We had to get a lot yeah. of business done, and this episode got a lot of business done for me. It's, it's, uh, I think I actually enjoyed it a bit more than last week's episode, which was, which last week was probably, my, no, the first episode of the season was my least favorite, but, but, uh, but ultimately I really enjoyed this episode, especially seeing a lot of the Sansa and John stuff was some of my favorite, the Hound stuff. I liked, I was hyped by it, but I can understand maybe how it started out. We went this far without talking about the most, the weirdest thing about the episode. And I'm very curious at the live chat uh, to correct me on this or tell me when the last time this happened, other than the first episode, that we get something before the opening credits. When was the last time we get the Hound reveal? It was like they didn't even want to wait. They're like, yeah, you make shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck this yep. up. Mm. We're going to give you. I, when I was fast forwarding the beginning, because I watched. During it, scenes from last week. Right. Yeah, right after. I thought I was just. I had to rewind because I fast forwarded through the first scene first, because I watched it on HBO Go, and I tried to catch up with some time in the middle. And I fast forwarded through the beginning because they actually showed something before the credits. And I can't remember them doing that before. I think they did it in the, in the pilot episode, but I can't remember them doing it since then. Yeah, I think they did it with that first opening up opening scene um i want to say they've done it in every episode in the game um no someone so else I just also... pointed something in the chat joe just sorry to interrupt you uh tywin in ep season four episode one when tywin is destroying or destroying ice or turning ice into widow's whale and yep. Oathkeeper, that uh that that is the last time that they did this where they show right. time I, was say, I think there's at least one other time that they did it yeah and that, that was the other time Making yeah, m melting ice to make two swords. Thank you, everybody. Poor Ed has been the been the dungeon because D and D forgot the riflets. <laughs> season four, uh, season four, four, you guys. Thank you, guys. People say Rob, who? Right? Are you are you talking shit about Robert Baratheon, Phil? No, 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 other Rob. Fucking, fucking young, young Rob. Yeah, I was about to say he's the one that I missed the most. Imagine if like oh, Robert yeah. Baratheon was on the run or some shit, or trying to like keep an army together at this point in his life mm -hmm. with his big fat belly and boar hunting and whore hunting. No, uh, Kevin says Phil's parents gave him a large bedroom to record. It's my basement. It's my mom's basement. 
Come on, dude. Fighting mm-hmm. horrors and fucking wars. Yeah, this is this is the, this is my mom's basement. This isn't just my room. Come on. Uh, fucking uh, uh, fucking Laney Love says the hound's still alive. I knew he wasn't dead, so this means uh, Stannis is still alive. I Stannis is fucking dead. Cersei's prophecy season five was the la- oh oh I'm sorry again. So Joe, it happened quite a few times. Atimo says Cer- okay. Cersei's mm-hmm. prophecy in season five. It happened at the first episode of of. Uh, of last season as well, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Lainey, I, I don't mean to be dismissive about the Stannis thing. I think it's pretty, pretty cut and dry. Bran said she killed him. I mean, I know some people speculate that Bran's keeping him alive for some reason, but I, I don't see her doing something like that. So I think I'm, I'm sorry. I think Stannis is dead, dead, yeah, dead. No, dead. she's pretty straightforward. She doesn't uh, mince words or play games. Why is she gonna keep him alive? Yeah. But wait, 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 Brian, you don't understand. I murdered my daughter. Isn't that punishment enough? What? No, it's <laughs> like, a matter of honor say? for her. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Brian just doesn't no. seem like she has any little finger in her. Well, no. I'm sure. I'm sure she She's might want. No <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm sure she might enjoy that, but I don't know about that. Hey, can we forgive? Oh, fucking uh, holy shit! We can forgive Clinton for what he did to Ugly Monica. Can we? Can we at least forgive uh, Rob for fucking Talisa? She was fucking hot. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Dude. Fair enough. Talisa's hot. Talisa is hot. Mountain or the Hound, who wins? Ta dirty no, thing. No, 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 no. Wait a second. Wait a second. Nobody's faulting him for fucking her. Right. Fair enough. Fair him enough. For marrying yes, her. Yes, marrying her. Putting a baby in her. Yes. Betraying the phrase and that pact. Going no, with full like, knowledge that's going to fuck everything right. up. Right. That's what the we're. aren't going to take that. He should have just. Female, cu- female cuckold the the fray or something, you know, uh, just basically fucked this girl. This girl is his gumar. Yeah, no, like yeah, resist her. your impulses and say no, dude. If oh, you this is be king. Yeah, he's king. He takes two wives. What's up? Oh God, Katie. Yeah, well, it, Katie, be the king of the north. Katie, it's good no. to be the king of the north. Yeah, exactly, Joe. He's it's not, good. Yeah, no, he was not an established <laughs> king who can do that shit and get away with it. Uh, he can make up whatever he wants. Every move, He's and he has king. to be honorable and straightforward. <laughs> what? So you take a second wife, you make everything Later. honorable and straightforward. Yeah, that's, Katie, that's, that's, Joe, oh we're gonna we're gonna go God. to the live chat to decide this. The spider's great ball says the king can fuck whoever he wants, and so I'm yes. taking I'm taking that. As the deciding factor, as we and we'll move on, yeah. we'll move on. Just ask Robert. Robert has already ruled on this. Uh, F- Phil, he if you had one wife, but yeah, because he was like smarter than Rob. And yeah, <laughs> he took the wife, and the then wife. later, when he was an established king, started having his. Fun. He was making the seven with his wife when he was having fun. <laughs> oh my god, me too, big Kev. I'm a little bit what? not fucking. Uh, oh, is it making the eight? What? Making the eight. One making for good measure. Fuck it up. Nice backslap. Oh, Jamie uh. gave the phrase. Robert, uh, Robert, I'm jumping into the live chat. Robert was uh, no smarter uh, as he's dead. Uh, no, you're not too late. We haven't gotten into the recap yet, Nicholas. We're still in kind of our intro shit. Big motherfucking Kev. Kyle's fucking chicken. Fucking chicken. You were fucking great. Uh, making the eight. It was the first woman Rob saw without a mustache. <laughs> Give him a fucking break. <laughs> oh, okay. The eight. Um, uh, I forgot. Give him a fucking break. LaDonna's in the motherfucking chat. Great to see you, LaDonna. So here we go. Right. Let's step into it. Let's take our first couple of calls of the evening. Let's get our 
uh, area code. Now, uh, the phone number to call in if anyone wants to call in is 914-205-5689. Again, that's 914-205-5689. And we're going to take our first calls of the evening, and then we're going to get into our recap. Uh, first caller, area code 989. You are with us, I think. 989, are you there? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hello, Phil, Joe, and Katie. Welcome. Hey. Hey, um, I just, real quick, I, I wanted to get into, like, what I thought my my favorite part, my least favorite part of the episodes were. My favorite part was Leanna Mormont. That bitch means business. Um, Fuck yeah. Fuck. See, the, the, the thing is, when I was watching the episode, I, I wanted, like, I was literally in my head was thinking this line when they called back to the, you know, her note saying that we only serve one king, king in the north, and his name is Stark. Mm-hmm. And when she should have looked at Sansa and said, you're not a king, and then look at John and say, and you're not a Stark. You know, that would have been just a perfect line for her. But it would have, it would I have been. Her, but I actually great. really it liked her great. response because her response was right, too. Last I checked, you're not a Stark. Yeah. You're a Bolton. Or yep. were, are you yeah. a Lannister? Lannister. Yeah. Yeah, what, I'm what's not the really deal looking at you? any not, Starks yeah. here. There's no yeah. Starks in this and room. And then... Um, like my least favorite part was probably the parlay between Blackfish and Jamie, just because I mean I've read the books and I, I don't usually like oh well the books did this better and mm-hmm. but like in his parlay in the books Jamie was way more intimidating and when he got maybe they're gonna do it in the future but next episode again but I doubt it. See in the books Jamie threatens he's like look I got my whole army here but I'm gonna send all the Riverwind soldiers I have after you first they're gonna die fighting you then i'm gonna send the phrase i I won't even have to spare my just kill my own men to get you i'll send all your friends after you basically and then the phrase it and that's basically i don't know i i thought that would have been cool if he'd have thrown that in no awesome stuff caller thank you so much for your call i i don't completely disagree with you I it wouldn't wouldn't be my least favorite scene of the episode. I I got a lot out of it. I fucking loved it. But I think what they're doing is you're gonna get more of that side of Jamie next week. Is what I think is gonna happen from the previews and from looking what's gonna happen. I feel like I feel like we we might start to we might get that next week. At least I'm hoping. Uh, so let's take another Joe. Uh, Joe, you are muted all of a sudden. I don't know if people in the live chat can hear Joe. Let me know. I'm just gonna keep talking and. And uh, let me know if uh, you guys can hear Joe in the in the live chat. So let me uh, I'm going to go to another call for a second. And and you guys, you guys let me know in the chat. Uh, Joe, just keep talking (laughs) and we'll check it out. Can't hear Joe. People in the live chat can't hear you. So uh, here we go. Let's take the next call. Area code eight zero three. Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you guys doing? We're doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing swell. Um, did you guys not pick up on a little taste of Lady Stoneheart with the uh, Hound character when he was warning about the Brotherhood? I did. I, I think I'm not sure if I don't. I'm not sure how bored I am that I think they're going to do Lady Stoneheart. I want them to do Lady Stoneheart, but I think that they're giving us all the signs. And this season has often been said, or I've heard it been called in a sense that it might be a season of not fan service, but they're giving the fans a lot of the things that they want. Now's the time where she's going to come. If we're getting in the, well, I I think, I think I actually saw a suggestion that the hound, that might be the only reason the hound is alive. Hmm when there was so much discussion about how he was found and how he was almost buried and then he coughed 
it's almost because obviously it's not the men of the quiet aisle that they've they've rendered in the show. No, no, I believe it's, I believe they put the hound in the Riverlands in this. You're, I can hear you now, Joe. I think I just heard the tap. So uh, at first, it's funny in my notes as I start. I go, no, I go, no, no, I can hear you now, Joe. Uh, it's funny in my notes. I go, uh, oh, the hound's in the Quiet Isles, and then I'm like, no, wait, cross that out. He's in the. I have to go back. He's in the Riverlands. So, so, so you're definitely you're definitely right. 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 So, so does it not? Is that not kind of like a, an invitation for mm-hmm. the Brotherhood? And, yep. and the hound even spoke to it. He said, uh, "These guys worship uh, Rolor." No, great, great, great. It was almost like. The- oh, sorry, sorry, caller. Ended up uh, your call got dropped. Dropped, but uh, but great point. They mentioned a lot yeah. of that, and the way that the Brotherhood without banners were was acting was very much. At, and someone in the chat said this, so I'm, I might be stealing someone's thought. But the way that they're showing on the show, the way that the Brotherhood's acting is very much a- acting in line. If there was to be Lady Stoneheart. They're definitely showing us all of the signs. Whether they're going to go there or they're going to make Thoros or or Beric. Aside from aside from what they said, were there any markings on them that said they were Red God or anything like that? Or no, they they uh, they said Red had reddish hair. And and he said the night is dark and full of terrors. His his. That, that's the only thing I. That's the only thing I heard that would have put mm. them. So I thought it was kind of like you know. Really? That's what makes you say that they they worship that they don't just use that because that's kind of like a scary line to I, say to people. I yeah. think also that also the Hound knows the Brotherhood firsthand because of his interactions with them in season three and seeing Barrett come back to life when uh, Thoros brought him back to life. So he has intimate knowledge to know what the Brotherhood would look like. So I think we're supposed to just to accept that the Hound knows that's the Brotherhood without banners and and he understands a little bit about them that and and all of that. So that, that that's that's how I ended up taking it, Joe. Well, the brotherhood. Yeah, me too. Well, the brotherhood without banners too. They let they gave him a trial. They let him go after he won his trial. You know, like I find it hard to believe that the band of brothers is letting people raid. You know, simple fucking prayer folk. Or are you, are you talking about the Donnie Wahlberg show again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you said band of brothers. I, I, oh, I like to oh, yeah. <laughs> brotherhood without banners or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know, like that. That's not really their style. They didn't show that previously so i and i don't know i was just wondering if there was any marks on them aside from that one line that they said that would say that they were in fact Mm -hmm. the brotherhood without banners or uh or actually part of the red god following or anything i didn't see any medallions i didn't see any markings or anything like Mm -hmm. that just Mm -hmm. that one saying right no fair enough i i think that was enough for me but i I definitely get what you're saying Mm -hmm. joe good good point timo says phil Please, I need to rant. Everyone's complaining about no Tyrion this episode, no Mel, no Ghost. I want to know the most important fucking question of all. We've gone four fucking episodes with barely any fucking Ramsay. Are they really only going to show him for the battle and possibly to see him die? Are we going to see Ramsay again? I think we need well, to get back to Ramsay. Katie? Yeah, that's that's along the point that I made while we were watching the show. Like, what about Rickon? Is he, like, hung up being flayed? He's not or, having a good like, day. What the fuck? What's going no, on with gotta, this kid? Uh, since apparently you don't kill him right away, yeah, dead. No, you, you got to keep him kind of healthy. Just I like with imagine. Sansa, you don't touch the face. Not the you face. Don't want the, you don't want it to go bad before. You want to toy with him in front of your uh, enemy. Not before. Yeah, Ramsay enjoys toying just for the sake of toying. It's not a show for him. Yeah. 
Yeah, he well for him, it's a show. He enjoys the game of it. Show is extra sprinkles on top of the Sunday that is torture. Fuck Rickon. I need Ramsey, says Timo. Ramsey's on his way to the wall. Ramsey and Rickon next episode. Rickon dies off screen too. Rickon's being played right now. I'm so yeah he's dead kyle says i'm so sick of all these fucking complainers constantly comparing to the books and the shows uh all people do is whine now the show is rock solid this season a fucking plus yeah i'm loving this fucking season too i i i think it's not that last season was bad by any uh shape of the imagination but i didn't enjoy last uh, too much dorn too much couple of things i feel like as overall direction it was a little off compared to all the other seasons but i mentioned this before right this the trajectory of this season is in, in my top three. Season one and four mm. are there right now is my top two. And and this is going to fit in there somewhere in the midst of this. It'll be hard to overpass one just because it, it's your first time. You know that the first time you poke it, it feels so good. Or the first time of anything. First love is always the strongest. But season four is excellent. But this season, especially if they keep this pace and they go to a, a – in a very – and if they close out the season, if they stick the landing here, which it seems like, I think, I feel like they're going to, uh, this season will be right up there as a, te- as a television show, as one of my favorite seasons of an awesome show. I know a lot of people are like, oh, they're writing, everything's quick. I, I, I mean, I hear you can't tell someone their complaints are bullshit. I can't say, you're complaining, fuck yourself. But like the people that are directly saying, oh, not the books this, not the book that, I think, I think I feel bad because I, because maybe I can, com- maybe not me, or maybe the some people compartmentalize a little bit better and can go. They're I en- to enjoy it right separately, it and yeah. I, and I get and I get that some people can't. I'm not saying fuck those people that can't, but some people blur the lines a little bit, and I I feel bad for people that uh-huh. do that because it's I you're sometimes you're missing a fucking awesome roller coaster ride of a TV show here with fucking yes. great it's, stuff. It's, it's a lot like this. It's a lot like the good book, so to speak. You know, like there's people, there's a hundred different you know beliefs along that fucking the good mad mad magazine are you talking are you talking about the good book mad magazine and how you interpret these things is Uh is different and this is just another interpretation a visual interpretation that these guys put together that may not fit what you read in the books but doesn't mean it's bad doesn't mean it's and and i want to make it great and i want to make it clear i'm sorry katie Oh, so, sorry, Katie. I, I just want to make it clear that we do it too sometimes. I, I Someone said it in yeah, the chat, it passed by. I also am fighting off the urge to be like, I like Jamie's stuff better in the books. What the fuck are they doing with Jamie right now? Hammer my fist against the thing. He should be pissed I'd off. I'd be able to do that than to say, oh, well, I don't know the books or I don't know the Jamie from the TV show. Fun. But let's, it's good to be able to compare let's get to the real point though what the fuck in Car- carmine was talking about this in a couple of his videos and we talked about this a couple times here and there and it's worth <clears throat> fucking mentioning what the fuck is up with the episode length this was a nut this was probably the short uh, would you look on the times on the this was this episode was 54 yeah. minutes i need to more that's really to syndicate getting, that's it for television okay. i need more I thrones not okay with it dude yeah. i just and that's my big complaint about the show they just don't give me enough. I want more of all of these like little snippets they're giving. Make it longer. Give me more. They're getting it so they don't have to edit more out uh, for syndication later. Ah. 
it's it's funny when I when I all I have to do it's like Carmine's name is like Beetlejuice. If I just say Carmine, 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 <laughs> he pops in the chat, motherfucker. What the fuck? Fucking crazy. Really awesome stuff. So I don't want to dwell too much on that. It's just it's fair. I understand a lot of people's frustrations, but I don't. I I just I don't think I enjoy both things as it. separate universes. I talked about yes. this a lot this season. It's like. Again, the flat. I'm using not Flash. The sh the flat. Earth one, Earth two. We're just in comic books. We're yeah. in two separate. Yeah. We're in uh, Westeros one, Westeros two. Westeros one's the book. This is Westeros two. I accept it. So. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh fucking! You are fucking awesome, Carmine. Carmine, I owe you a big fucking hug for just being an awesome dude. Fucking fa fa fooey to you, motherfucker. So uh, so anyways, the. Let's get into it. Let's take a couple more calls, and then we'll get into our recap. Here's an area code 985. Area code 985. What's going on, 985? Thanks for taking my call tonight, Phil. My pleasure. Uh, Go for it. I have kind of a, or yeah, I have kind of a two-part question because I kind of just I got two things on my mind here. Do you it. know, I don't know if it's just me looking at the Greyjoys in this weird manner, but with the way Game of Thrones has slightly been kind of Hollywoodified, I don't see them getting to Marine without some kind of, I don't know, some kind of subplot that they have to deal with. I see, I don't know, maybe Yara will die or something like that, and Theon has to take the reins or something. Just It just kind of seems like the way they're going. I don't see them just getting to Marine and being like, oh, hey, Daenerys, here we are. You know, here's your ship yeah. and whatnot. I like that. Yeah. They'll need someone. She's yeah. getting him prepared. This episode yeah. kind of goes right along with that. She's getting him prepared to take control of whatever she leaves and when she gets off by uh Euron? Yeah. Yeah. I mean she she yeah, she's not necessarily expecting to, but you got to prepare for the uh possibilities. Like, it's like what, having a fire extinguisher in your house. I love what's amassing too over there. You got all like the uh you had Jorah who was exiled, Danny who was exiled, Tyrion who mm -hmm. was exiled. Uh, Vicerius, who is like <laughs> semi-exiled, they're all converging. Know, like, right, like they're all going over there to her. Like now, Theor Theon, who was like multiple times exiled, Yara, who's now exiled. Not, not not just that, and we mentioned this before. Also, all the eunuchs <laughs> are are aggregating to the same place. It's going to be a eunuch party yep. going on. And and call oh my God. <laughs> and caller, what was the second half of your of your question comment? Oh, now the second half is something I think a lot of people are kind of tired of maybe talking about. But a friend of mine who I watch with, with the group I watch Game of Thrones with, you know, they remind me that about it. And, you know, this is the kind of show, and even in the book universe, it's something that goes, the way the story works to me is it, it works by all the parts moving together. Mm -hmm. And though people didn't like it, Dorne is a part of this universe, uh, and it's there and it exists, and you can't ignore yes. it, even True. if people want to. Right, it makes and all based the rest off of, of what uh, Ilaria said at the end of, you know, her little coup d'etat or whatever, mm -hmm. she's talking, you know, you did nothing, you did nothing this, you did nothing that, and it's like, uh, okay, well, are you going to do nothing? I mean, if it's either going to be bad writing and she's just going to do nothing and rule Dorn, mm -hmm. or 
or they're, they're going to sh- be true to what she says and the way she's acting, and she's yeah. going to do something. Right. And I think, you know, yeah. you can't ignore it because that's a big part of the story. No, great great call, Absolutely. my friend. Great call. And, great, and good point, right, essentially, that, I mean, we can say what we want about Dorn, but I think the, the point and overall thought he was getting to is we need to get back to it, that something needs to come yeah. of that again. We've only saw them in the first yeah. episode, and a lot of people hate Dorn, think it's stupid, uh, but – we said something in that first episode that I said, oh, if this is the last time we see the Sand Snakes at by the end of the season, I'm okay with that. But they do need to show up, I think, somewhere before the end of the season just for it to make yeah. sense. Otherwise, it's an even more spread-your-legs crap on that whole storyline. If they just go, okay, no more Dorn, we're done. That's it. We're, yeah, we're done. No one liked them anyway. No one liked them anyway. Let's show, uh, but, Caller, just because we might not get anybody else for the night, I, I love you, Caller. That was a great call. But, you know, I just have to say this to you, buddy. You're a talker. Listening to talkers makes me thirsty. If any more words come pouring out your cunt mouth, I'm going to have to eat every fucking chicken in this room. No, no, I'm kidding. I I, I, I just wanted to play that. I just needed an excuse to play that. Awesome call. Great, great for a troll call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was hoping. So, uh, the, fucking crazy. So, here we go. Uh, let's take area code 239. Uh, area code two three nine. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm all right, man. I'm uh, the dude from that video game that we were shooting people up with today. Oh, awesome! Oh, hey, my man, how you doing? Yeah, I had a question for you, Katie and Phil. Cool. Let's do it. Uh, which character do you want to share a joint with, and which character do you think has the best titties? Okay, good question. Okay, uh, I'm going to take the second part first, uh, who I think has the best titties on the show. I would probably say, uh, God, that's a, that's a tough one. Joe, Joe, help me out here. It, it's, not Mar- it, it's not Marjorie. It's not Marjorie. I'll say no, that much. God, no. Samuel Tarley? Samuel Tarley is a great answer, Joe. Great. Can I get a mm-hmm. Samuel? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, my, my, my boobies are very For all the guys out there with great titties? Huh? Someone uh, says uh, Aria for no. both. Great. I'm still going. Whoa. I'm still going. I'm still going. Old and young Mel. Too young you still. got. You got. You got. You got four sets of boobies there you can play with. Oh, oh old Mel. Yeah. Old Mel. Good one. Like, you yeah. got double. You got double the amount of boobies in one chick. Like, how do you like them today, baby? I'm going okay, on. Belly I'm go- that's a hard one. Says Carl. I'm going with uh, what someone someone earlier in the chat says. Robert Baratheon. I, I go Robert Baratheon for that. Um, <laughs> I guess I would say I haven't seen everyone on the shows uh, no. to to make it to make a decision. I have. Uh, there's still there's still there's still a uh, an older. For the first one, there's a Ty- lot of good ones. Uh, there's a lot of Tyrion. Boobies. I want to smoke a joint with Tyrion and go like or cow Varys. tipping or some shit. Fair enough. I, I, <laughs> don't advocate for no <laughs> cow tipping no. with Tyrion while you smoke a joint. No. Joe, <laughs> just, 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 just in the like, it'll be horrible. Just Break in the leg. just in the honor yeah, that to that would be the horrible part. <laughs> just in the threat to or pick like someone the else. Karmic return part for tipping cows. <laughs> no, I I would say for me, smoking a joint would probably be with a red viper. And uh, that that'd be a lot of oh. I be I like drinking and uh, smoking. Oh, you know, orgy's breaking out there. Yeah, That's why I chose dude. Tyrion like, too, because so you know, more. like, yeah, orgy's breaking out there. So with the Tyrion so, and mm. and the Red Viper, 
Right. So, so I, no, Joe, between the two I'm of us, Katie goes with Varys. And for and for Tith, I know I didn't actually answer the question yet. So I'm going to I'll say I'll go Robert Baratheon for this one. But uh, but Mel Melisandre, Joe, I, it's hard to argue with Mel. I'm not I'm not uh, she's not my the most attractive girl on the show for me. But Mel, old Mel's boot that you can you can jump rope with those, Joe. You I can could, jump I could rope. Also, I could also Roz? go with Roz. Raw, someone in the chat just said Raw's. Mm -hmm. I could mm -hmm. also go with Raw's. You know, I, I saw them in real life, not oh, like shit. Nude, not naked, not but, naked. Yeah. They were clothed. No, she is. But she's, she's even better looking in real life. She's a like, beautiful. Wow. Oh, wow. Striking someone, lady. Someone in the live yeah. chat. Uh, they're going Raw's. A couple of Raw's. It's fake Sansa. <laughs> Did we ever see Miss Sanders? Uh, Miss um, Sanders. Besides, I think once. Miss Sanders. Yeah. Uh, Colonel <laughs> Colonel Miss Sanders. Miss Sanders. Miss Sanders. Because I think she's a hottie. She's pretty. Mm. Hey, what does Katie have against Kyle tipping someone in the someone in the chat says the bat? Oh shit! Good good point, Dude. Travis. Travis Cows has a have feelings too. Travis has a very good point. Uh, bad pussy. Bad pussy. The girl with last year with Braun. Mm -hmm. That that. Uh, no, those those, mm -hmm. those are still. I mean. Uh, here, let's get this straight oh, across. Oh, oh, all these answers are great answers. Uh, there are no bad titties. The only bad titties are the ones that are not, you know, placed mm -hmm, directly in front mm -hmm. and center to, you know. Stickers and stuff. Like that now. <laughs> the only bad yeah. titties are the ones that one one on has the biggest yes, breasts. Exactly. The only bad titties are the ones that are not on my chip. Theon. Okay. Let's take our next call of the Advised. evening. This is from area code 202. Area code 202. What's going on tonight? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's there going on, Jay? Well, yeah, they're bad titties. Uh, <laughs> Melisandre's old ass titties were bad titties. Beautiful. Beautiful. Wrong. Hello? Hey, no, I can hear you, Those buddy. Are <laughs> and I, 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 I don't oh, yeah. often and, um, say someone has a wrong opinion, but you know, wrong. <laughs> the other thing I was going to say is, um, well, first of all, the people, the, uh, the, the, I know that they said, uh, the night is dark and full of terrors or whatever, but for mm -hmm. one, the priest in that, the priest and the priestess in that religion don't even like agree on who Azora High is. Maybe there are yeah. different factions of the band of brothers that do different shit. And there's another yeah. thing is. We didn't actually see them kill all those people. Maybe it was Correct. somebody else. Mm. Very good. Mm. Very good. good very good points. I didn't, I didn't see like unless I see something on screen happen. I just always think it could be like yeah. some kind of right. What, did you, what I noticed and, uh, about that. Well, was... that's the last thing. But one thing I wanted to say to Joe is that if it weren't for Jamie being who Jamie is. Brienne, the person that you describe as one of the heroes of the story, would have been dead like Correct. two seasons ago from mm -hmm. that freaking mm -hmm. bear. So this Correct. is why Jamie's a good person because he saved. Bad people Brienne's do good things life. doesn't make them not bad people. Huh? Good people do bad yes, things does. doesn't well, make them It totally does. What has he ever done that wrong? So he, he threw a child down off a tower, window. dude. Oh my! It's he like he did it for next love, to his and son's no one's corpse. perfect. One at a time, guys. Okay. <laughs> no. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> great, great call, Joe. Joe, respond, respond to that. Do you Damn, understand? No, 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 no. You, you are correct. <laughs> Nobody is perfect, and you make a great point about we didn't see uh, anybody kill that band of the mm -hmm. the the. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna do it again, the parishioners yeah. of the Sept, because yep. those 
those people were all killed with arrows and the three people that we saw roll up on them didn't have any have a good bows night, Kyle. or arrows but they all had quivers sticking out of those bodies were all quivered and shot up with arrows huh. so uh, th that was a very good point so uh, just a really good point that's all so let's take arrows i just Let's take two more calls. Yeah, thank you, Jay. Shut Joe down with the Jamie defense. Davis and John are camped out with Shereen. Uh Paul Cooker says, how far this band of brothers spread? How should march much farther north? Uh, yes, uh, Carmine's in the motherfucking chat. Carmine uh, is busy this evening, but he will be joining us again before the end of the season. Uh, if if he is busy tonight, don't harass him to call. He's like, people are like, call, tell Carmine to call, motherfucker, call. Call. But uh, but if uh, I've got the message train open, Carmine knows if he wants, if he is able to come in, he's got a, he's, he's got a green no light. Pressure, yeah, no, no pressure, Carmine. No pressure. If you want in. You, but no, Carmine will be back uh, one of the episodes in the, one or few of the episodes before the end of the season. Huge thanks to Carmine for all of all of his time shake your fist shake your crow someone in the chat said uh is a crow talking about uh am i sitting here watching a crow talk about the who has the best tits on game of thrones if i, yes, I take something? crows have opinions too man yes, Dude, i don't can all appreciate a like beautiful tits? breast everybody yes, yes. Wow. They, they need did you, did you just say they need something to peck on joe you sick fuck you sick fuck okay let's take a couple more calls you know, she pecks. she's a a crow Joe. Yeah, yeah, Joe. Joe, Joe, you know what? Joe, you're, you're, Joe. You're a talker. Yeah. This makes me thirsty. more words come pouring out your cunt mouth. I'm gonna have to eat every fucking chicken in this room. Joe, I'll have to eat every fucking chicken in this place. <laughs> Nicholas said, Nicholas says, fuck you, Phil. Carmine, call. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, Carmine says, I have to say Brienne because she has most experience in the past year other than Jamie. Jamie would win. Oh, about the fight between Jamie and, uh, and Brienne. I love how Carmine, oh, fucking great, great stuff going on in the live chat as always. Okay, let's take a couple more calls and then we'll get into our recap. Uh, area code 347. What's going on, 347? Yo, Phil, what's up, buddy? Big fucking J in the house. Motherfucking Big J! How's it going, buddy? Maria. Katie, Maria. Katie Maria gives her love, man. You know, listen. I don't do drugs anymore. You know, I just drink a lot. I'm a happy drinker. Borderline alcoholic, right? Mm -hmm. But in a good you. way. Toast to you. But um, I would, I would definitely love to do some coke off uh, the Dragon Girls pitch. <laughs> Does that make me a big guy? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I mean, I, I'd be there. No, uh, no. Big J, Big J, I would be there lighting a blunt off her ass. Hey, Let me ask you something. That guy that, that, that was with the hound, right? Mm -hmm. uh, he was from Deadwood. That guy's a fucking awesome actor, man. They should have kept him around a little longer. Oh, Ian McShane. McShane, yes. yeah, McShane is Deadwood. the. Deadwood. Oh, Ian McShane. Yeah, yeah, the Irishman. What a fucking good actor. Yeah, he is. Oh, the, he's amazing. I, everything I've ever yes. seen him in. He really is. But what, was with the, what was with the like, AA meeting, dude. man? Talking about the higher power and shit. <laughs> Not that I was ever in an AA meeting, but I heard. You know what I mean? <laughs> Next thing you know, the hound has to go around apologizing to people. <laughs> not, not that I was ever around you know, I heard how they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, of course. But yeah, I'm I'm with you right next to you, Big J. I'm I'm having her light my J off of a uh, off of her dragon's ass and stuff. Um, while while you're. Oh while... man, would I do a line of coke 
far away, I sprawl them. Dude, we could slap five. We'd be like, hey, here we go, right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but you know, you know, I'm, you know, I'm more confident in my male in my manhood. But but let me ask you something. That giant, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think that guy's packing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, Theon? A Theon, yeah. He's packing a whole Theon. No, the fucking giant, man. No, but that's what I'm saying. You that guy taking a piss, bro? Dude, th- that, oh, that's what I'm dude. saying. It's the size of Theon. <laughs> his whole giants, big, uh, giant, poor giants, Theon. Poor oh, Theon, on. man. They just keep fucking with that poor kid. You know how I feel about that. They got it. They gotta, they gotta sprinkle, sprinkle some of that magic dust, bro. They gotta help this kid out. Yeah, they, they did. That's all that's bothering him. You can see. Yeah. That pathetic dude. look on his face, man. Dude, he's a good oh, yeah, actor, though, because he really sad. plays it, man. He really, he really is Big J. Someone needs to teach that kid the joys of a pegging or get him a strap on or something, something, <laughs> something. But they're getting ready for war. Huh? This is all like a build-up, like with the other show, right? They're just building up now. We're getting, yeah, we're getting ready to fucking, oh, yeah. yeah, for trying a bi- to get get things going here. Exactly, for a big conclusion, a big explosion at the end of the season. It should be. It a- looks like it's coming, right? Yeah, it should be fucking awesome, Big J. Thank you so much for All calling right, in, my, my friend. All right, my Boston brothers and sisters, I just wanted to say hello. You know I love you. I didn't get the call last week. Dude. All right? Love to hear yeah. from you. Right. Take hey, care, bro. What do you got in that coffee mug, brother? Say hey to Maria. He's got fucking, uh, fucking some whiskey in there. What did you got in that? Oh, thank you. Thank you, Katie. What, what is your guy in that coffee mug? Just is, that, is that coffee or Irish coffee? No, it's just <laughs> it's just coffee. It's just coffee. All right. Talk to you soon, bro. All right, bro. Peace out. Peace out, man. That is our bi- Big J, right. fucking one of our favorites. Great to hear from Big J. You're fucking yeah. awesome, my friend. Okay, so so here we go. Let's get into it. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get into our... Recap! Yeah, that's right, motherfucker. It's time for a recap. Awesome, Big J. Yeah. <laughs> Meow, motherfucker. One one in Sansa have a sex scene. Is that what's going on? Holy shit. We were Whoa. Some... You mean Sansa's torn apart in half a second? Oh my gosh, crazy stuff going. We got. Uh, let me go over here. Why does sex always have to be about having intercourse in that way? <laughs> uh, Caitlin says. Sorry. Well, giant and tiny girl. Oh, Critch, Critch just made a really great point. Thank you, Caitlin. Uh, Critch mentioned that they're that they're camping out. At John and Sansa and Davos are camping out at the area that had Shireen's burning pyre. I wonder if yeah. if Davos is going to figure that out. Great point, Critch. I was Great stuff. I ended up okay. Sorry, I was going to say I lost you guys again quickly right there. I lost Katie mid <laughs> mid uh, mid sentence there. Big J is the best brother. Okay, yeah, he's a fuck pig now. Okay, I just needed to do that for a second. <laughs> Love you, Big J. Okay, so let's get let, let's let's get into it. Uh, yeah, fucking me, me too, Carm. I love Game of Thrones Academy. Uh, to, also, I as Bill says, I love Tony Teflon. Love uh, Red Team Review and Aussie Man are probably my group of my favorite other people out yeah. there Aussie doing man. the Game of Thrones comic book girl. So, uh, so here we go. So the episode starts out before the credits. We see a smithy working on some stuff, and we see really the beautiful green. At first, I'm like, wow, the Quiet Isles look fucking amazing. And then and then I was like, no, it looks like the Riverlands. It looks like what the Riverlands is looking. And ultimately, they decided to t- be 
to take this scene that is occurs something similar does occur in the books and take this scene and put it in the Riverlands uh, for whatever reason and and I, I don't mind this is one of those changes that I don't mind I like it great visual excellently yeah, cinematically done and here he is motherfucking Ian McShane he's here he's uh, they're building a barn. They're they're having a big uh, what are those people with the uh, the fucking uh, the Amish? They're doing an old fashioned the Amish barn raising, barn raising <laughs> here. <laughs> they're building a set. It's got seven sides. That's hilarious. It's fucking know. great. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Ah, that's a big barn. It's also it's also Little House on the fucking Prairie too. Like, oh, look at all the people working mm. together. Mm. Where the fuck are they all staying? I don't see any tents pitched around this place. I don't see any huts, any houses, no fucking town anywhere. They're all just sleeping under the fucking stars. Joe, we're just fucking coming. What the fuck? Joe, let's get back it's to cold. the Joe. Let's get back to the titty discussion to get some tents popping up. That's what we need, right? There was nothing. Where the fuck were they staying? And 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 this dude chops wood miles from fucking anywhere yeah, all the time. Like, I, yeah, I was wondering about that. Like, he was gone long enough that it took him the time it took them to slaughter the people to get back to them all the people hang the dude but he could hear the them screaming and get away and <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah so and then here we go bump the bump 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 crazy music someone drop we see one man dropping with the dropping a log and i kind of thought they were going to uh they were going to just show <laughs> us this whoa, wait, 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 what are you talking about phil uh so the broken man drops while we see a guy limping and crazy fucking beard it is sandor clegane hype it up hype 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 and at the world hypes it up and then we go back into our into our episode pre-credit scene you know it's huge when game of thrones does the pre-credit scene we do the cersei oh, yeah. flashback as someone said before first flashback the show ever did tywin destroying house the last of house stark or apparently the last of house stark excuse me another huge one and uh, the first episode ever which are the, which are the three that i remember always big i think part of it i wonder this is just conspiracy theory, whatever crap. Car Carmine was actually who the person told me. Woke me up somewhere in the winter in the middle of the night. Dude, you got to fucking see this. <laughs> fucking Ian McShane's talking shit. Fucking make a video about this. So I went out and made a fucking stupid, oh, fucking Ian McShane, blah, blah, blah. Lion sack of shit, he did it. He fucking, or, or he's telling us, he's told us. So I don't know, edit from editing standpoint, could they have decided to just put it out there because they already knew it was kind of spoiled by the actor? I'm not saying everyone knew that. Like, I'm watching the person I watched with, I was watching with Steph, and she had no clue it was coming. She, and she's just, holy shit, how is that possible? Oh my God, what's going on? So, But for, I think it's interesting that considering McShane's big fucking mouth, they they put that scene before the credits. I don't know, I, but some conspiracy theory of mine that was like, okay, he it was already spoiled, so they did it. Yeah, so they yeah, did it. I don't... Just, here you go. What yeah. the fuck? I, that's how Every I big reveal. Yeah, that's how right I read it. Boom. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll take here. it. I'm gonna customize. It was him. People were talking. As soon as you, the scene started, did you know? Oh yeah. Yeah, of course, of course. Once we saw Ian, once I saw Ian McShane, I, I knew it. It's one of those things. We talked a lot about this at the beginning uh, when we had Carmine on too about spoilers and how it feels to be spoiled and if you seek out that information and you find it how would i have felt if i wasn't if ian mcshane didn't open up his mouth and it was i mean i always thought the grave digger was the hound in the books but ultimately what would i have thought if i went into this for the first time seeing that for the very 
for the mm-hmm. very first time. Um, I would have just been like, wait a second. But in fairness, when I saw it on the show back in season season four, uh, was it, yeah, the end of season four when the hound gets left. I, in the, even in that moment, I'm like, oh, he's not dead. He said the line about, yeah. Yeah. about oh, if a maester's around the corner, I'll be okay. And the, he didn't say yeah. that line for no reason. And, and uh, <laughs> fucking, I don't know. I just, I, I liked it. It was, uh, it was, it, I can, I just think it's interesting, the placement of that scene. So we get back into scene one, episode one right here. <laughs> I mean, uh, sorry, Q1 with uh, chopping some wood. The hound is chopping some wood. And we get our first uh, first little ex- interchange between between Ian McShane, the elder brother, and Sandor Clegane, which was some really awesome stuff between the two of them, or I enjoyed all of their scenes. A definite different mood. You mentioned this a second ago, Joe. Everything in this moment was very happy. They had happy music <laughs> yeah, playing. No. You're in the Shire. I yeah, I wrote, we're in the Shire. You know, they're all hanging out in the Shire. Oh, Everything's Jesus, happy. Nope. Mm-hmm. Drinking fucking Kool-Aid. Yep. E-, e Martinez says I need Davos to get my student loans cleared. We're gonna get to we're gonna get to the big city <laughs> yeah. lawyer a little bit here. Okay, so let's listen let's listen to He's this. Good. I've never seen a man swing an axe like that. How many men did it take to cut you down? <clears throat> Just one. Oh. You must have been some kind of monster. <clears throat> yeah, like woman. men couldn't do it. <laughs> He laughs at him. <laughs> you, you asshole. Uh, you didn't see this fucking happening. Uh, you know what this scene needed? More cowbell. Sorry about that. Needed some more. Needed some, <laughs> doesn't everything. Yeah, needed some more. <laughs> fucking, uh, uh, someone said, uh, something, Bill, the Vale Knights aren't at uh, Deepwood. That's where the Glovers are from. And John and Sansa were there in this episode. Critch says, no, they'll marry. Oh, we were having some discussions about the Mormons and stuff. We'll get to them in a mm-hmm. second. Lady Mormon, badass of 2016. Oh, fucking Lady great Liana. stuff. Great stuff. Awesome. I love Lady Liana. She was amazing. Okay, so we get years old. What? So he's chopping a lot of wood here, and he giggles about the hound, and and the hound's in Rocky training. He's uh, doing his Rocky training for mm-hmm. Cle- Clegane mm-hmm. Bowl, you know, when Rocky and Rocky Four just goes out in the woods and starts chopping stuff in Siberia. He's like, oh, I'm chopping. Yep. This is how Rocky will train. That's what the hound's <laughs> doing right there. We see people living peacefully and all that sort of stuff, and they have a second conversation right here where they get into it a little bit. They talk, they talk a little bit more about I the, think some of the men are a bit afraid of you. About the hound and how he's found here. I'm used to it. When I found you, I thought you'd been dead for days. Well, Game was... of Thrones doesn't usually do heavy exposition like this, but they totally did it here. Thinking already, and well, you had it up. You have purpose further by the gods. Someone in the chat says, Joe, work in your posture. <laughs> Sit up straight, young man. No Thank shit, you. dude. No shit. All of us need. I was going to give you a proper burial, and then you coughed. Huh, nearly shit, me. <sighs> Tom himself says, listen, you keep playing this, but I couldn't understand a word Jack Sparrow's dad was saying. I'm going to need some subtitles on this podcast. <laughs> Great stuff. So we see people living peacefully. They talk more about how the hound uh, was, fa- was found, how they, they have a conversation between the two of them, some exposition, about how he found the hound. You kept going. You did not die. Why? Why did they keep dying? I reckon... And he says, I'm a big fucker and I'm tough to kill. That's the reason it's still alive. And the elder brother says, no, 
someone's not done with you yet. There's still the seven, the Lord of Light, whatever the fucking thing. Whatever the fuck these people, someone, whoever, someone wants you alive. There's more, there's more plans to be done for Sandor Clegane, is what he says. I'm a big fucker and I'm tough to kill. No reason. <laughs> no. Gods aren't done with you yet. I ain't drunk. I've heard that before. God never done. was talking about a different god, though. Silly Lena says he sounds like he's from Brooklyn Crown Heights. Oh, he might be listening to Big Kev. So, so the Hound says, uh, "How come I haven't been punished? I did some awful shit. I should be fucking punished." And uh, the elder brother says, "Maybe you have." And then we are all punished. No, we're not punished. Then we get a scene. You're being eaten by bugs. That's. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're yeah that was some bad shit. That was some gross yeah. shit. That was some actually, shit. they were mostly eating like the dead shit around the wounds, keeping you alive. Probably. Yeah, they, it was actually probably one of the best things that could have happened to him. Totally. If he wanted Maybe. to survive. If you want to survive, come with me. So here we go. Uh, let's take a couple of calls here before we get back into our next scene of the recap. Here is area code five. Excuse me, zero five. And there is that excuse me in the middle there. Five, excuse me, zero five. Welcome to the show. Hello, you're on the air. Going once, going twice. We're going to put you on hold and take another call, area code 505, and come back for you. I know, I was so polite there. What should I be like, listen, 505, what the fuck? Here's our friend Jay. Welcome back to the show, Jay. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on? I got it. Jay Jay is thinking about the Jay is thinking about the boob discussion. Yeah, He's okay. having some funny over there. Uh, I have I have two things. Uh, this was actually the best scene in King's Landing of this year, because the the most interesting part in King's Landing was when the High Sparrow talked to Marjorie about going to Bang Tommen. Yes, because dude, I'm with you. Bang Tommen, dude, I'm still I'm so with you. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. And I have and to do. I have a question. Yep, yeah, do, do it. The first time. Do it. Oh. Yep, you're on. Yeah, is this the first time we've seen Yara likes chicks? Because the last time I remember, Theon finger banged her on like on a horse when like um before he knew that was. Yeah. Why does someone have to like one head. or the other? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yes, I believe it is. But to go to your other point, it's an interesting question. Uh, area code 505, uh, end up losing your call. Definitely call back in numbers 914-205-5689. To your first point, though, did anyone else, maybe I'm completely conspiracy theory bullshit, put on my tinfoil hat crap, but did anyone else feel like the High Sparrow was implying that he's going to bang Marjorie and get her pregnant? I don't know. It felt a little creepy uh-huh. to me where you okay. you need to have sex with your husband so you can get an heir. I just felt a, it was the first time I'd ever felt a creepy, extra creepy vibe from the High Sparrow. Like he was somewhat coming on to Marjorie, but may, that might just be me. It probably is just me. I'm probably just a sick, twisted fuck. This, this, this is what Carmine says. No, I did not get that vibe, Phil. <laughs> uh, no, I got the vibe kind of almost like maybe... I. You can say no. It's I mean, fine. It was a creepy that... situation, regardless. He definitely got creepy. But he just sat next to her, kind of put his arm on her. Weird. Was like, you need to get an air, and just looked at her. And I guess I read it maybe incorrectly. I'm just saying how I read it on my first viewing was he was saying, "Yeah, fuck your husband, but I'm gonna, 
I could get you pregnant if you don't want to bang him. I, that's just my imagination of transferring maybe my dirtiness onto the high sparrow of of what I would be doing in that situation. I don't well, know. Maybe that's she already proposition him too. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I, Cersei no, I did. Someone did. Cersei yeah. did. I, I know Cersei did. I'm not sure if Marjorie Someone. already did. Uh, red Red Team says, and I'm gonna add the uh, side again. Phil, the high sparrow is a pot is is pious and good. Phil, he's the Bernie Sanders of Westeros. He's a nice guy. Bernie Sparrow, Phil. Bernie Sparrow. <laughs> People in the chat says no. He perved out big time, dude. He perved out big time. The high sparrow. I mean, yeah. The high it, sparrow. It's probably just like working her and leading up to that. Mm, the Very. The secret handshake. Uh, get, get yourself to the seven inches. Get yourself to the seven inches. Sparrow trying to live through Tom, and he will ask Tom in for details. <laughs> nice save, High Sparrow. The shoeless wingman. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The High Sparrow is a creeper. Gotta rise out of me too, says Dakota. High Sparrow needs some uh, sand snake bad pussy. The High Sparrow wants to control the child. Control the child. My brothers and my sisters, I They're need to control you. Oh, gosh. Tommen is only 13 in the books. I did, Phil. I think the High Sparrow wants her. Feel the burn of chlamydia, says Duke Chronic. Oh, my gosh. Who would want to... Who wouldn't want to bang her? Come on. Yeah, the creepy parts. No. Hey, Phil, can you do more push-ups than Joe? We've actually had that competition before. Um, I think maybe right now... At this I, point now, yes, absolutely. No. I was going to say no fucking way. But uh, ultimately, you I and... I weigh a lot. You do, but you, but like Joe, as soon as last year, we'd be jogging in the woods, and you'd stop halfway in the jog and and do like fifty push-ups, and be like, and then start jogging again. So I don't know. A couple of days ago, we got into a problem with me complimenting Joe too much, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stop there. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so area code five zero five. Welcome back, five zero five. What's going on? Hey Phil, how you doing, man? Doing great. How about yourself? Pretty good. Uh... What do you think is the Hound's mission going to be after all that? He goes back to that commune he was hanging around with. He comes back from chopping wood. They're all dead. Uh, it just pretty much ends with him grabbing the axe. Mm. So what do you think he's out to do? I think he, great call, caller. I think he's out yeah. to kill the Brotherhood Without Chop Banners. To, to, uh, back chop. up to his wood pile. Yeah, he's, gonna, he's, he's building a, he's building a, a wooden oh, yeah. cock for Theon. He's he's gonna he's gonna whittle that wood and and bring it out to Essos and meet Theon. And, but I think he's gonna take that and he's gonna go hunt him hunt down the brother without banners and go take it take it upon himself to try to kill as many of those fuckers as he possibly can. Yeah, he did seem to have some purpose. He wasn't just like oh, I'll wander off this way. It's like he was very uh, determined. Madcap of laughs. That's not a probably. <laughs> that's a that's a definitely. Mm-hmm. That's a definitely. I, I I'm a uh, I'm a I'm a uh, I'm. Mad Kappa laughs. Mad Joe is uh, Joe's probably pr- tougher than Phil though. Phil might be in better shape, but Joe's probably tougher. Yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe's Joe's the type of guy I want on my back. I've seen Joe in action at at a Dunkin' Donuts. It wasn't pretty. So uh, so let's <laughs> let's continue. So our next scene was we get Marjorie and the Sparrow what talking. The Nobody gets between me and my fucking honeydew. Yeah. <laughs> Someone was blocking the door for Joe to get a honey dip stick. And he's like, I want my honey dip stick to go inside my. Yeah. And... Last one. That last one is mine. Yes. Oh. Touches my honey dip stick. 
<laughs> the Ironborn could use the Hound to build some ships. I thought the scene with all the villagers dead was a touch too much. They could have just uh, killed Ian and uh, burned the village down. Uh, killing a bunch of civilians is a fray <laughs> thing, not Brotherhood without banners. Joe is fucking high on life. Joe is the man. Never. Oh, God. Never. You, you can. Joe loves his donuts. Joe loves his donuts. I do love the fucking donuts, man. He it's, does. He it's does. a fucking curse. It's it, an honest to God. It is. Okay, so then we get back into it. The uh, The next step scene is, uh, we talked a little bit about this, is Marjorie and the Sparrow talking. She quotes, <laughs> she out quotes him. They have kind of like a quote off. And they go back and forth. He's, uh, he's, he's eating all the food that Marjorie's serving, basically. They go back and forth. Uh, Marjorie says she does not love the poor. She thinks that they're all smelly. And he says, yeah, they're smelly. They suck. But I got a proposal for you. Can I talk Can I talk to you about something? You need to bang your husband. Listen, I know it's not pretty. He's a little bit of a douche. But you need to bang your husband. And Marjorie goes, I can't bang, I can't bang my husband. I, don't, I, I never really liked him, and he's kind of a douche. And she, but he goes, no, listen. And she's sitting there the whole scene with this little crown on her head. And he, mm -hmm. To me, again, we can say that Phil's a pervert and saw pervert things in this scene. I, no, saw, I saw pervert things in the scene. I saw him give her fuck. fuck me eyes. And she said, you must have an He must said, you must have the heir to the king. This stuff gets crazy. And then he touches her. And then he says, you're a good little doll. But your Nana better obey. Your grandmother is a fucking annoying anytime, as shit. Yeah. Anytime we need to talk to your Nana. Leader, of any sort, whether it be local or, you know, high up, starts telling people to go get busy in the bedroom and what to do in it. That shit's fucking creepy, man. Yep. That shit's fucking creepy. And then and then you touch me. No. Right, man. Like, no. you want to talk sex with me? Anytime. No touchy, anytime. touchy. I, I defy you to bring up an instance where... <laughs> Where it's not fucking creepy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Creepy. So uh, so off to Marjorie and Olena, and they have this conversation right here. Let's listen to Marjorie and Olena's conversation, which really is all much to do uh, about nothing because we see the note at the end of the scene. Uh, Marjorie acts all high and mighty and kind of annoying in this scene. Uh, and the, the, the funniest part of this scene, I, I want to play it again in the beginning. You talk. I want to speak with you alone. <laughs> the, the high spot. That's me. You can hear me laughing in the background there. That's not me right now. That's me in this recording. Check this out. For talk. I want to speak with you alone. <laughs> Scepter Unella has been my true friend and counselor. Oh, this is madness. <laughs> and she's like, I can take righty and lefty to come in here and rip your fucking ass to shreds anyway. We're not. We're fuck you, motherfucker. But ultimately, Marjorie. Well, I like it because it's it's. It's a, a whole bunch. It's a mouthful of fucking empty threats against mm -hmm. these fucking people again. <laughs> fucking whistle, bitch. Have these people come in and beat this fucking bitch to a pulp. Please. It has to happen, Joe. Joe, all it. I want, all I want for this season is that bitch to get crushed and die. So let's hope. Uh, let's fucking, oh, Caitlin, have a great night. Thank you so much for all the hard work with the straw poll. Really appreciate it, Lady Squee. And fuck, fucking great stuff. Thank you, Squee. And uh, so here we go. And uh, for everyone in the chat, everyone in the live motherfucking chat, thank you so much, everybody. And everyone that's listening to the audio cast, join us live on YouTube because the live motherfucking chat is some of the best fun in the fuck to after the episode to be able to jump in there with all people all around the fucking world and talk about this episode. Okay, so Marjorie and Elena go back and forth. And ultimately, Marjorie says, get the fuck out of there. Go home. 
Go get Quaid. Get the fuck to Mars. Get the fuck to Mars. But she slips her a note as she's walking out. So as she gets out, she looks at the note, and the note is a flower. Stephanie goes, Phil, what the fuck's that mean? What that means is the sign from Marjorie to Elena that she's still true mm-hmm. to House Tyrell, and this is all an act. This is all bullshit. It was at least that's how I read it. It was yep. it was it was a it was a reminder. Rose. Listen, motherfucker, I am just playing this guy. Do not think I'm really drinking this yeah. Kool-Aid. This is all about protecting Loris. We need to get mm-hmm. him out. We need to say that he's doing all these things. We need to say that he's going to renounce his claim to Highgarden, is going to turn mm-hmm. into a beggar, all that sort of shit. We need him to say that so that they release him so that once we have everybody on our team away from these assholes, then we can we kill destroy. them all. Yeah, then yes. we destroy Katie. And that is, and she said all of that in a rose. Yes. Which is which is really cool because because Elena got it all right there. It was like I just love Lady Elena. I, Elena I got it all once her. the paper hit her hand. Yeah, yeah. I it mean, I'm a little surprised she didn't really catch on. Like, yeah, that. this girl is not weak-minded girl, Marjorie. <laughs> she is her grandmother's granddaughter, and so Elena should have at least had some idea that this was Marjorie playing her own long game. Mm-hmm. And Matthew said it in the chat, man. She is hot. Oh, she's gorgeous. Uh, yeah, I might have to Love change that to woman. those titties. Oh, Pete's, Pete's live music. We have a very special treat from Pete's live music that we're going to play at the end of the show for our closing song. Pete did awesome work for us this week doing a remix version of one of our closing songs with uh, with a, anyone who felt like they were missing a certain character tonight might get a special treat at the end of the episode. Huge thanks to Pete's live PD's live music for uh, for for doing some awesome work this week, some awesome audio uh, editing type stuff. So we got we got something cool at the end of the episode to look forward to. Uh, so so yeah, okay. So so then we go off to our next scene, which is John and Sansa and Davos and their whole mission to try to drum up support. First stop on the roller coaster ride to Please, kill Ramsay. We have Samoa is to the free folk. The free folk are first, and we get this interaction oh, with the free folk. They said when the time comes, and we meant it. But this isn't what we agreed to. These aren't white walkers. This isn't an army. You're a liar, Jon Snow. We didn't say we kill Boltons. And then Tormund gives his speech. His his Jon Snow. Would be meeting the Night King's army. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, ultimately, it's. It's it boils a, down to one way or the other, you fight in these fuckers. Either you fight them with yep. us and have the extra troops with you, or you fight them alone afterwards when we're wiped out and they say, fuck you, you guys shouldn't be here because Jon Snow's an asshole and dead now, and they come kill you then. Mm-hmm. Just take your pick, now or later, but you're fighting them one yep. way or the other. Yep. Great. It was a great point. Great Tormund, MVP of this scene, as some people yeah. said. Tormund's kicking ass. I love the support he no, shows for John. No, no, no. MVP of the scene. The, the one person that opened their mouth that got all these fucking uh, free folk on board was 1-1. One, one. Oh, yeah. One, Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Yes. Microphone drop. Walk the fuck away. Yeah. Everybody no. else fell the fuck in line. Snow. No. Oh, it was beautiful. Snow. It well, was beautiful. I need you with me. I need I'm you. I'm up even I, what I did like, though, is seeing John starting to get 
pass his post-traumatic death syndrome from <laughs> PSDD. PSDS. Post-traumatic Ollie syndrome. Yeah, it's post-traumatic Ollie, Ollie syndrome. Oh, or whatever shit, but he seems to be... He has a lot more vigor in this episode than he has yes. in, in the pre... In his other post-resurrection my favorite, my favorite Jon Snow moment was um, when Sansa opened her, her mouth at Glover's and was like... Joe, I love when Sansa opens her mouth. So, uh, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, but John's sick of seeing it. Oh, Joe. Uh, Joe, you're horrible. You're horrible. Why do you do this to me? Okay. This ain't the Lannisters, dude. This so, is the Starks. Get your mind out of the gutter. Okay. So, John says the Boltons are coming after you no matter what. This is the deal. But I need you to beat them. Let's survive. Tormund says, listen, they killed this motherfucker because he wanted to help us. And... You guys need to all gather together. And also, we mentioned this a few seconds ago, also mentioned that the Boltons are going to come and kill you. The Boltons and the Cart Starks and the Umbers are going to come up here and kill all of you guys anyway once they're done with us. So this is your fight. Yep. And then, as Joe mentioned, one one stands up, says Snow, drops the mic. Yep. And the rest of them come and embrace all of them. John's happy. Sansa's happy. Davos is nodding his head. And they and Giants fans like that's well fuck I said yep. <laughs> <laughs> so then our next scene we've got Cersei in the Cersei in the mountain. She doesn't the mountain doesn't leave her side. Elena and Cersei talk. Now this is one of those scenes I'm just gonna play. Let's listen to the this wonderful scene between Elena and oh, Cersei. It's priceless. priceless. Your grandson is still a prisoner. You'll leave him rotting in a cell. Loras rots in the cell because of you. The High Sparrow rules this city because of, of you. you. You fucking. Our two ancient houses <laughs> face collapse because of you. Because of you! And your stupidity. <laughs> and I love it. Cersei's like. I made a terrible mistake. You're right. I carry it with me every single day. Good. I delivered an army of fanatics <laughs> onto our doorstep. Wait, wait. Guys, this just in. This just in. Why many wildlings killed in in mic dropping incident? Many wildlings <laughs> killed in mic dropping incident. And now we must fight them together. <laughs> we need each other. I wonder if you're the worst person I've ever met. At a certain age, it's hard to recall. Oh, bullshit about that! The You've truly lived a long vile life. do stand out through the years. Do you remember the way you smirked at me when my grandson and granddaughter were dragged off to their cells? I do. I'll never forget it. I love your granddaughter. I'm sorry, I'm just going to read a couple of texts that I've missed because they're hilarious. Learn something about people every day. Today we learned that Yara got a 10-inch wooden strap on in her cabin. Go, Yara! Uh, we fucking, uh, now that we the Hound has returned, do you believe that Kalgambo is a thing or do you still think it's going to be a 7-on-7 seven seven ordeal? I still think the it's going to be a 7-on-7 seven seven ordeal or, or whatever. I think it's going to be that kind of ordeal for the trial by combat, but I think Kalgambo will be a thing. It's just going to happen later on after the Hound's done with what other mission. I think they're going to fight one day. I think that's how the zombie mountain gets taken down, but it's not going to be in the trial by combat. That's how I feel about it. Who mm -hmm. did Sansa send the rave Littlefinger? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, you could see oh, yeah, you could Baelish. see two words kind of clearly. I forget what they were, but it was like uh F your uh I saw like fulfill your fulfill um, your or something was like what that. I saw. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was Baelish. Def Absolutely. Definitely to Baelish. Her little secret men. fucking yeah. bullshit that she kept because, you know, 
she's being challenged as not a Stark and in all being of told her Stark family sucks and everybody's gonna die around her. No, I I think she she's desperate and she thinks John will be a little proud of her too. Yeah, all that shit. Um, we'll we'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that. So we go to Cersei and the mountain walking with Yolanda, as we said in this scene. And they come back. I love my son. Oh yeah, this was the, this was I mentioned it earlier, and I was like, what What was that line from? And I mentioned it, and it just like held out like a big fucking meatball out there, Joe. And I'm like, are you? You might be the worst person I ever met. That it was from this scene when Elena goes, I can't remember if you're the worst person I ever met. That's such a true life thing. Like there's people I've meet every day in life now. I'm like, are you the worst person? And I start thinking, life's really long. There, there's certain people that are the worst people in those certain sections. But she met the, yeah. she met the Mad King. It's the only truth I know. Yeah, fair enough, Joe. Yeah, she did. You must defend them. I'm leaving this wretched city as fast as I can before that shoeless zealot throws me into one of his cells. If you're half as bright as you think you are, you'll find a way out of here too. Never. I'll never leave my son. What'll you do then? You have no support. Not anymore. Your brother's gone. Uh, you idiot. Like Sparrow, sort of that. I don't like this, okay? I just want to go on a quick little rant here. You... Okay, if Elena, I think Elena definitely understands certain aspects of Cersei. Understands yeah. how stupid she is, or how not stupid, how much how much she thinks of herself. She understands that, but I don't think she realizes how fucking dangerous this crazy person is. And I I think she basically just lit a match on Cersei is going to do something really fucking nuts, like send the mountain. On just a mad killing spree, do some fucking evil shit. I I just don't trust her, and I feel like Elena probably should have said, you know, before I leave, I should probably just kill you. I have enough people here. I mean, maybe your your whole army is there. Let's just kill Cersei and be done with it. I mean, ultimately, I think she thinks it's more of a torture to let Cersei live in yes. the mess that she caused, and she even says this. I, the only morbid joy your family have abandoned you. The only morbid joy I'm finding in this is seeing that this is all your fault and everyone knows it's your fault. Mm -hmm. But I think she's backing a, a lioness into a corner, and I think Cersei is not going to go down without a few swings. At least is how I feel. And I don't know yeah. how that's going to yeah. manifest itself, but I think it's going to be some scary shit. I, th I think Cersei is already on that path, and Olena is just kind of aggravating her into... Um, Hastier mm -hmm. action, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Good, good point, Katie. And I think she, you're absolutely right that she's already a dangerous person. I guess I think Elena thinks all these very accurate things about Cersei, but I don't think she thinks of her as dangerous. I think she thinks of her as as foolhardy and stupid mm -hmm. and, and caused these awful things that to happen. But really, there's nothing that she could really do to me. She can't really hurt me. She's like a gnat. Like when you're flying around, you just got gnats in your face. You're just a See, real- I was wondering, when she was sitting there taunting her, like what would happen to Cersei if you threw Marjorie out the fucking window, right? Off the balcony or some shit. And said, yeah. She was, the last thing she said to me was, this is all your fault. My family is over. Oh, and, Olena? Yeah. Hmm. And then jumped because she was so distraught. Well, I, I also think Olena's at an age where she's kind of like, fuck it. I'm old. I'm lucky to have lived this long in this world playing the game that I play. I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want to people. 
And if I die doing it, all right. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's where Elena's at. Great point. And a couple of people in the chat said Elena was just Lady O was just thinking in the moment. Someone said, "Great, great, great point." She was just kind of going off on the moment. So that's the scene about this. Uh, Cersei's not leaving. She has no support. Uh, Everyone's abandoned her. Her brother got sent away thanks to High, High Sparrow. Uh, my only joy in all of this is knowing that you fucking lost. And that's the end of that scene. Loved it. Great interaction between the two of them. Had a lot of fun with it. So let's take a call before we get into our next section. Uh, this is area code 215. Area code 215. Welcome to the show. Yo. Hey, what's going on? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. What's going on? Going on, Phil. No. Um, uh, all right. So a couple weeks ago, I had called. I don't know if you remember this, but I had a theory about Valyrian steel armor. Oh yes, yes, I do remember. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got another spoiler thing. So if you want to do that countdown again, so okay. Here. <laughs> okay, everybody, everyone, spoiler alert. You've got five, four, three, two, one. Come back in a minute. I'm gonna watch the clock. Come back in a minute. Go. All right, so apparently uh, the new Aaron Dampere chapter came out from Winds of Winter, mm-hmm. and I was right. He had a prophecy of Euron wearing Valyrian steel armor. Interesting. I haven't got a chance to thumb through that yet, but there was that section. That's very, that's very cool. Yeah, um, so now that that's, that's apparently a prophecy in the book, whether or not that comes true, and there is a Valyrian suit of armor, but I mean, I, I thought of this a couple months ago, so then it just poof pops up. I'm like, oh, cool, I was right. Now, do you think that that concept could make it into the Ironborn show uh, storyline? And where do you think Euron's storyline is actually going? Okay, good Because point. now that we know Eon and Yara are going to find Danny. What is your going to do? Is he going okay, to good, for them or go straight for Danny? Good question. I appreciate the spoiler warning, but I think I think that was pretty good. I don't even think we needed to do that spoiler warning, but that, but great fucking great job on the warning though. That was really impressive. Do I think that can make its way onto the show? Maybe in the later seasons, since that information's gone out, and they could be like, oh yeah, let's write that into the final season or something like that. But ultimately, I'm not as hopeful for Euron's story. I'm not going to say I got bummed out by him so far, but he just, he didn't do a lot for me. And that's no. one of those things we talked about certain moments when people are like, where I, even I can be a little, he's just too much of a little bit of a Theon clone to me in some ways. Mm-hmm. I need to see more of him for him to win me over in my two, mm-hmm. in the two scenes we've seen him. I did not enjoy him. So it's hard for me to, speculate where they're going to go other than just have him be the villain that chases after Theon and all of them and that Danny eventually burns because she's like fuck this guy I'm going to burn him take his ships I mean you got to convince they have to show me that he's going to be more on the show Uh, they got to show me he's more in the show they have to display to me that he's going to be more on the more in what we see to me Mm. I just see him as another bump in the road as we get to our end I know people say this, the end game sort of situation. I think he's just another challenge to be conquered on the show. Oh, yeah, he's a villain, and somehow Theon's going to kill him or something in a redemption-ish arc when he kills Yara. It's going to be something silly like that. Mm-hmm. But, yep. But, I, but uh, so I, that's at least my initial thought of where they're going to go with it on the show. But they could show me. They could prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Show me. 
Show me. Make him more interesting to me. Show me stuff with... I don't want to spoil shit that they do in the books with him, but show me some other stuff. my nephew and niece. Let's go murder. Let's go murder. No, Joe. Let's go murder them. Murder. You gotta get the more... Let's go cliche. I don't want to say it, but if you're in the live chat, yeah, what Tom says. What Tom himself in the live chat just said. I want to see some of that stuff. So, so we, we will, we will have to see where they go with him. I'm not excited about it. I am excited about the Yara and Theon, especially Theon. Alfie Allen is maybe one of the best working actors on the show. He's He's just, he's so fucking great. We'll get to his scene in a second though. So our next scene is we get to the army of the Lannisters. Uh, Show me, you mean, oh, Pete's live music says, don't you mean come and see? Come and see. Uh, I read this. I shared this in the uh, in the in the Discord group, but I want to read you guys something. I left my sunglasses in Joe's car, and this sick prick. You want to know what kind of sick prick <laughs> Joe is? This is what Joe sent to me. I got your glasses, and if you don't drop ten thousand gold stags and a nondescript gray burlap sack in the back of pigeon pot in flea bottom it will be given to ramsey if there are any city watch or king's guard it will be given to ramsey and if you are not wearing patch face shoes it will be given to ramsey you have 30 minutes go i have your glasses come and see come and see you guys want to know <laughs> what kind of sick prick i do podcasts with each week that's the kind of sick prick we do podcasts. okay back to this recap here my true love yeah katie's true love there motherfucker Fucking good night, J.C. Riley. Fucking love you, motherfucker. <laughs> love you, J.C. Riley. Good night, night J.C. Riley, who our newest good contributor night. to Dirty Issues over there on our alt channel. So talk on Dirty Issues. Uh, Joe and Tuck have been doing some awesome stuff over there. So if you're into game streaming, check out that channel. Also, some maybe some more kinds of content showing up there soon. So keep an eye out for that. And we'll be talking about that more. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. Off to the Riverlands. And it looks like we see the army of the Lannisters. And we're about to get to the face-off between Jamie and the Blackfish. And, uh, sorry. And, sorry. And we initially get our first brawn of the yes. season. The brawn of it all. Now that is a sorry attempt at a siege. Someone needs to teach those sad twats how to dig trenches. Someone certainly does. Oh no. Not me. I'm just an up-jumped sellsword. You're an anointed knight. That's quite a difference. Aye, knights don't get paid. You have better instincts than any officer in the Lannister army. That's like saying I have a bigger cock than anyone in the Unsullied <laughs> army. <laughs> Dude, I feel like we're in a comedy club right now. You know, it's like every line Broad says, like, hey! I feel like Jerome Flynn always tries his ass off in every scene, but I feel like because he's gotten limited duty, he was like, I got scenes, and he's just kicking so much ass in every moment he has on screen here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna show him the respect and we're gonna listen to the whole uh whole Jamie and Braun. Oh, he's amazing. Oh, it's great. Every bit Braun he should be. Yeah, so much so oh, much just uh, don't oh. even fucking say it. Yeah, Joe, we'll just shut up and let's let Brian talk. You can be the right hand I lost. You what? I, I'm not jerking you, you off. You promised me a lordship and a cat. He almost said, "I'm not jerking you off with that right hand, Jamie Lannister." I was well, high born guilty for the wife, like and you'll get all three. A Lannister always. <laughs> Don't pays. say it. Don't say it. Fucking say it. Don't say it, that little imp motherfucker. Don't say it. Don't say it, you imp motherfucker. 
So Braun really is the shit, and I love getting to see the two of them together. I and, I, and you know why? Because I transference, I transference. Wait, wait. I transfer my love for Braun and Tyrion to Braun and Jamie. And this is one of those things where you say some actors can play brothers well. Whether I always believe that. Jamie, the actor who plays Jamie and the actor who plays Tyrion were brothers. They had excellent chemistry with each other. Yep. And mm -hmm. what ultimately translated here is really fucking amazing. That that Jamie, that Nick Nicholas, I'm not gonna try to kill the rest of his name. He right. he and Jer Jerome Flynn have fucking great chemistry too. They were able yeah. to able to match it, and that's just not something you can just. When two actors really work well together, it's not just oh, okay. You guys are both great. Sometimes mm. two great actors can try to work together, and there's just bleh, it's just nothing. It's yeah. like two there's people. So much great it's chemistry. Very, it's on the very show organic. There is too yeah. much great chemistry, but I just mean specifically, even just with yes. the Lannister brothers and Braun, they really were <laughs> able to capture it with and and capture. It feels like just an, an extension of the relationship he had with Tyrion. It doesn't right, feel. Next, next up, Braun. And Cersei go on an adventure together. Never, oh, yeah, never gonna cool. happen. They already went on an adventure. It didn't work out too well, so they they can't be in scenes together. So uh, here we go, <laughs> here we go. Let's take one more quick call before we take our next uh, go to our next section. Here is area code six seven eight. Area code six seven eight. Are you there? I can hear them listening in the background. I'm gonna put you on hold for one. One second, okay, six, seven, eight. Oh no, wait, I got you. You're here. Hello, welcome, welcome, six, seven, eight. What's going on? Oh no, I, I thought I had them. I'm putting you on hold. I'm putting you on hold. I will get back to you in a second. Area code six, seven, eight. As soon as we're done with this scene, I will, uh, we'll get into it. So, excuse me. Yes, Fuck and you. Yes, hell yeah. And absolutely, uh, we've we talked about this before, but I. People have talked about, I talked about this in last episode, and I got to say it here again. I, I've been missing it. I haven't seen it in the episodes, but when you rewatch uh, some of the stills that Carmine has from the episodes, you, the people are talking about Gendry. Maybe it's Gendry's coming back with the Brotherhood about banners, and he's just been like, or he's actually, he is actually the true, Ooh. the true uh, fucking uh, faceless man. He is the mm -hmm. face of man. He's been stalking this whole time, everybody. I swear I've seen him in some of the stills in Carmine's videos. You guys should check out Red Team's Who? reviews. Which uh, one? Uh, Gendry. I swear. I, I've seen him. Oh, yes, so, yes, yes. So here we go. Let's continue back to uh, some more Jamie and Braun here. Oh, we'll hang him! Oh, no, this is, I'm sorry. This is the phrase threatening to uh, to hang <laughs> fucking yeah. Yeah, for Edmure. They're just like, yeah, go ahead. I love the blackfish. I love this walk up too. He like walks up. He's like, bump, bump, bump. You know what? You can fucking kill him. I don't give a shit. Just do it. Just do and it. Just walking up. I love the it. column of the of the Lannisters just walking up. Yeah. He's an aw he's an awful shot anyway. I just, I, I love how he, the blackfish is like, I don't give a shit about this guy. He's an aw he's right. an awful fucking shot. Oh my. An awful everything. Ed Muir. Fucking cares. You kill him. It's all mine. Bye. Yep. Wow. Thanks. Wow. Sorry, I'm reading some stuff in the chat right now that distracted me. Holy shit. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so, so, home. Wow. Whoa. Okay. He's in there. Yeah. Good. Good thing, good thing we got Carmine. Carmine in there to uh, regulate the chat going on right now. <laughs> so, so Bron says, 
<laughs> Jamie walks past the phrase, and it's yeah. just a lot of sh- a lot of shit talking. Oh, that's Rachel. Yeah. From the. Uh... Yeah, Rachel O'Day visits us a lot. She visits my gaming channel, Rachel O'Day, and posts the same name, the same, the same uh, comments about raping my dead dog and shit every time they come. It's like the same seven comments. It's yeah, it's weird. (laughs) I haven't had a visit in a while, though. No, that's what I meant. That's what I meant, Carmine, for uh, your your lack of regulation with the regulation. So here we here we go. Let's play this. Yield the castle. Yield the castle. Yield the castle. I choose you. The, the b- blackfish. I choose you. That's what I was thinking, Tom. Tom, I was thinking the same you thing. Think I won't do it, old man. No, do it. Do it, bitch. Push your niece's throat from here to here. See, what I'm gonna do is verbalize what the blackfish was saying by not saying anything. For you, mm-hmm. running and hiding like a fucking coward. Fuck you, bitch. Go ahead, kill him. I don't even like him. He doesn't Heal shoot straight. I ain't yielding. I ain't yielding. Cut his throat. I don't give a fuck. I ain't yielding shit. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Go what fuck yourself. Mean? Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll open all of us up to rape, torture, murder, and pillaging and plunder Cut and everything else, mm-hmm. and lose our home and all that stuff just to save his fucking life. Mm-hmm. Go fuck you and fuck all the fray horses you fucking rode in on. Look at look at all of them. They're not even. They're all fucking wet. They're all wearing leather. There's not a fucking piece of metal on any one of these motherfuckers. Those Poor ass goddamn fucking phrase. That's why you have no respect, you fucking old man, you piece of shit. You don't fucking armor your troops. You don't fucking weapon. Look at your fucking sorry ass fucking siege. Yeah, all you guys are going to wander off a month down the road. Never mind two years down the road. Go fuck yourself. Ben says, oh, no, go, Katie. Sorry, Katie. Just like, how long has Edmure been gone by now, too? And presumed dead, prisoner, whatever. We don't need him. Yep. In a similar point, too, Ben says, and he can't even grow a beard. He's been in prison. (laughs) What the fuck? Fuck the blackfish. His nephew's a fool. I wish I had an uncle like the blackfish. Blackfish is a Zora high. Time will take readily in the air. He'll hammer into Jamie's anvil. What? (laughs) They they go ads to Preach, Joe. Winter's fucking coming. Winter lasts years long. Mm. You guys are going to camp out, out there next to the fucking rivers in the fucking winter. Bye, bitches. Have fun. Yeah, we See got ya. provisions for two years. We'll be fine. How about you? <laughs> and uh, yes, everyone in the Discord group, I'm checking you guys out. Uh, you guys are fucking amazing. I'm checking out your chat live chat too. If any of you guys have any specific questions you want to get in, just IM me, direct message me there on Discord. And anyone who wants to get in the Discord group, you can find the link to that in the description box below. So uh, fucking... <laughs> Holy shit, we see some funny stuff. Uh, fuck going on in the live chat right now. You guys are cracking me up. Blackfish shaves his body to swim better. I think Joe's smoking himself out of the ranting. Was Joe ever wilding extra? Uh, it's the Joe fish. So, <laughs> so the blackfish basically says, no, go fucking Everything kill him. I, I don't care. Yeah, he basically says all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So then Jamie comes in and bitch slaps the whole Oh, fray. and he tops it off with, and I become Lord, bitch. Go fuck yourself. Hey. And then the no. then Jamie comes in and he kind of just basically bitch slaps with Braun, the entire Frey army. And let's listen to that. Let's listen to Jamie. Jamie says a proper perimeter. He just allows 8,000 men to approach unchallenged. Good thing we're friends. Or we'd be fucking you in the ass right now. Have Lord Edmure bathed and fed. Oh. And. Edmure, 
He's a prisoner of House Frey. Only a and basically, basically, all this leads up to Jamie telling, setting up his, uh, setting, setting everything up. You do, in fairness, and I love Jamie Lannister, as people know. He, you get to see Jamie what he's good at, and get to see him in this situation, set up the perimeter, control everything, set up, set up, in a way, bitch slap the phrase, and I enjoyed that aspect of it. I enjoy seeing Braun and Jamie come in and try to take over the situation. Jamie wants a parlay with the Blackfish. He, Joe, Braun asks him if uh, he wants to fight him. Is this a, is this a parlay or this is a, you're gonna kill him parlay? And he goes, I don't know, I don't know. I've, I'm gonna actually talk to him, you know, have a conversation with him. And Braun says, good, good thing because if you guys fought. You know, uh, my money is on the blackfish. You know, you're kind of, you know, Jamie, you're a little bit of a pussy there. So here we go to probably, I'm not going to say my favorite scene in the night, but definitely up there is my, one of my favorite scenes of the night. The Mormons. We go we go to see the Mormons. Oh, and beautiful. Definitely up there. John and Sansa basically go for it and try to do their whole speech. And we see we meet Lady Liana Mormont who is amazing another great who's making, who's making little lord braun look like a little shit braun mm -hmm. everybody in her family's fucking dead but she's up there acting she like knows a good what the lord fuck she's doing do you Lady, know whatever <laughs> ruler she's no robin though she's not no robin aaron of the veil no, should we yeah. make him fly mommy mm. can i suck your titty mommy he's a special one but she yeah. was she's she was excellent more. really well cast the girl the girl really through a lot of her, just really commanded the presence that I wanted the little girl yes. to command, and she really did. And she put John and Sansa in their fucking place. And if it wasn't for Davos, who stepped up with his classic Davos, I'm no big city lord. I find myself talking to a great lady of a great house. That, did go, that got power thrusted upon me from you. And he basically, I'm sorry, he basically like tongue licks her. And I mean this in a very Whoa. respectful way. I don't mean to say, hey, hey, get your mind out of the gutter. Uses his ununited. Yeah, he she unionized her. He lawyered her. He did. He Columboed her. He <laughs> I'm no big city lawyer. I'm no big city lawyer. Red house letter. He basically just <laughs> charms the fuck out of her. Mm -hmm. I, I just meant silver tongued her. He like silver tongued her, and he mm -hmm. just he mm -hmm. he just completely like I don't know. He just he gets her and gets her to commit her people, which are sixty two men. No. And uh, not as a large, they're like, it's such this lead up. You get all 62 good men. And each one of them have the strength of a thousand men. And Davos continues to charm her by going, well, if they're as strong as their lord. Oh, that lord smile. Lady, she cracked oh. Gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. That girl is fucking awesome. She was so strong. And she would, like, she knew when to listen to her advisor. Mm -hmm. She knew when to tell her advisor to shut the fuck up. And they knew when to, when, and what to do in that situation. Like, yeah. it was awesome. She Great. commanded the fucking room. She was not a little girl. She was definitely showed that she was lady of this house, of their fucking island, a true lady of the North. And she and, showed yeah. it. Everything she said she was up right. She showed to lead her troops, too. Hell yeah. She didn't, like, uh, yeah, oh, I don't fight. I'm 10 years old. No, she was right there. But, uh, 
Botsu says, Lady Mormon should sit on the Iron Throne. Hell yeah! She's the fucking, she's one of the best fucking personalities we've if got there, so If far. there ends up being no more House Stark, it will be Mormon who is Warden of the North instead of a Stark family. Someone said, uh, Pete asked Phil, before she said 62 men, what number were you expecting? A couple, like a thousand maybe or something? <laughs> or something? Like, I didn't expect a lot, but... You know, maybe more than 62. I think it was hilarious that it was a very specific number, like 62. It wasn't. Yep. It was am That's amazing. It only would have been better if she had said 42. And people in the chat are saying it. It would be, I was just about to say to people in the chat, it, it would have been even funnier if she said something like, you know, or something to the effect of, well, Ramsey only needs 20 good men to his whole army. <laughs> you know, something. There's a joke in there somewhere. There's a, there's a fucking joke somewhere. 62. Oh, there it is. Corey Mitchell. 62. Ramsey only needs 20. What, 10? Yeah. Yeah, bro. He said fucking Stark forever. People in the live chat are fucking amazing. You guys are so awesome in the live chat. Thank you so much to our callers. Here we go. Let's try this again. Area code 618. Are you there, 618? 678. I'm sorry, 678. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Hey. I, know, I really didn't I didn't know you talking to me. What do you think is going to happen with Arya's storyline? Like, got stabbed in the gut. What do you think is going to happen? Good question. Fuck you said it in the chat. What did you say? T-H-U-C-K-E-W-E said it in the chat. Saved by Serio Pharrell. I, Joe, if if it was gonna happen tonight, I thought it was if I thought it was gonna if it was gonna happen for you, I thought it was gonna happen tonight. I think the Arya storyline comes. She's gonna come back in the next episode, kill the fucking waif, and she's gonna then Jukin's gonna show up to her and go, "It was all a test. You passed the test. Now go back to Westeros or, and yeah, kill people or, for the Arya." Or she goes back to the faceless men and says. Little bitch is dead, and Arya goes on about her fucking way, and mm. a girl doesn't exist anymore, and Arya Stark is back in Westeros where she belongs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Yes, and Ooh. here we here we go. Oh, we got. It seems like we got a message here. Who's this from right here? It's the doubles. When I came to Bear Island, only to find a girl there. I thought it was completely fucking mad. <laughs> Fucking a! Thank you, thank you for calling in as always, my friend. Holy shit! Can you uh fucking crazy stuff? And let me do something right here. I'm doing it. Um. Oh shit! Stop moving by. Sorry, the live chat is moving really quick, and oh, yeah, I am setting somebody. You have the power now. I have bestowed the power. You have the power. So uh. How many men? 62 men. Yes. And our next scene is Jamie. Jamie riding for his parlay with the Blackfish at River Run. And he walks over to the bridge, uh, waits for it to open up, waits for the bridge to open up, and lock and load. We hear the arrows locking and load from the top. Great visual as Jamie looks up and sees the Blackfish come out. And here we go. King Slayer and Blackfish. Let's listen to the two of them discuss. Discuss Blackfish and talk, motherfucker. A couple of legends. A couple of legends. Yeah, so you admit Jamie Lannister is a legend. Is Black legend has nothing good. I assume you're here to fulfill the vow you gave my niece. I don't see Sansa and Arya. I don't have them. Pity. Do you wish to resume your captivity? And why are you here? You know why I'm here. 
This castle belongs to House Frey. You're trespassing. In the name of King Tommen, I order you to surrender. Or, or you'll kill Edmure. My nephew's marked for death, no matter what. Hang him and be done with it. You won't stop with Edmure. We force him to storm the castle. Hundreds will die. Hundreds of mine, thousands of yours. Thousands, motherfucker. Walls. We'll breach them and kill every last one of you. Uh, if he kills a quarter of his men you before breaching those walls, I'll another quarter of your fleet. On my honor. Your Two honor. years. Winter's coming. Bargaining Winter's fucking coming. Like but I think. On the war is over, sir. And they go back and forth. They have a, a good scene going back and forth. I, I don't want to be that guy, but again, it, it was good. Uh, not not Could have been even better, but it was really good. I'm hoping for some good action between the two of them next week as well to kind of fill out the whole the whole episode with the whole interaction between the two of them. It was a good interaction. I think maybe I hyped myself up a little bit too much for it, so it uh, didn't, didn't quite... Uh, I wasn't impressed. You weren't impressed, Joe? You're not afraid to go there? Just like I wasn't impressed. So just like the blackfish, Joe wasn't. No, I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. I liked no, it. I liked okay. it. I'm not saying that. I'll you just wanted to say that line. That you just wanted to say. That I did. So, uh, so Jamie wasn't. He wasn't impressed with Jamie. So let's take a couple more calls right now before we get into our next scene. Here is area code two five six. Area code two five six. Welcome to the show. Phil, how's it going, brother? How's it going, my friend? How are you? Hey, man, I'm doing great, man. Um, Joe, Katie, how's it going? Um, it's good to see you guys tonight. Um, check it out. Um, man, I've got like 10 things, but I've <laughs> narrowed it down to like the two main ones. Do it. Okay. Obs observations here. Okay. Why didn't Longclaw come up in the meeting with uh, with uh, John and, uh, and good, House Mormont? Good fucking question. Issue. Good question. Good yeah, question. And and the second thing, Phil, is um, you know the last thing that um, that Jackin said to the queef, or I'm sorry, the wife <clears throat> was. Um, that's okay. We want the queef. It's okay. That's the sound Arya made when she got stabbed. No, it's okay. Oh, <laughs> right. Well, wrong. Well, speaking wow. of that, um, you know, the last thing that that um, that he told her was was don't you know make sure she doesn't suffer. And mm -hmm. she's walking around suffering with stab wounds, all you know. Yep. So I'm Big thinking fail. that could be an issue. Yeah, the great point. Mm -hmm. the your, to your first point, I was wondering the same thing. I was expecting it to come up in that conversation. To your mm. to your second point about the Aria thing, I thought that exactly. Well, we we're not to that yet. But in my notes, I wrote in big notes: stabbing someone in the gut isn't quick. <laughs> isn't quick. No. She she no. stabbed her multiple times. Can, can take days. Yes. take days to die from that shit and i, I want to point out that for all those who say no it's not because of cereal cereal is not gonna i'm gonna tell you this right now cereal has already saved her life <laughs> yeah yes because what do we say to death no, not today, today joe today is a good day to die but not today let's uh we got our we got our friend jay let's get to jay's call right here area code so what she do she fucking pushed that bitch away jumped off the bridge and swam her fucking ass to fucking <laughs> what's going what's going on jay got you on hey what's up hey buddy uh, uh well one thing about the cereal whoa like, jay jay just jay just bit? dropped his cat on his phone her, i don't want him to save aria 
Uh, Ari knows how to sew. All she's got to do is sew up her stomach or something and go kill that way for herself. There's a couple <laughs> of things. Um, how is that girl related to Jorah? Because she's a Mormont. And it, yours is nothing without the horn, that magical horn that's supposed to control dragons because that's the only way daughter. I buy that he could get with Danny. And uh, Lady, Ola- Lady Olana meant Joffrey. So no contest. Cersei is definitely not the worst person she's ever met. <laughs> great point, great point, my friend. And uh, the, to, to, I think Joe just said it. Uh, Jorah's sister's when she sprang. Jorah's sister's daughter. So Jorah's niece. Yes. Jorah's, okay. She's Jorah's niece. So here is. We'll take a couple more calls before we get into our next scene. Uh, oh, Jorah is Lyanna's cousin, actually. Uh, Red team says. Oh. So she is his sec. His. Uh, okay. How yeah. Is Jorah, how is? Oh so, no, because it's because it's. Uh, it's the old bear's sister's daughter. The old bear's be sister's daughter's daughter. That oh, oh, that would make sense. Uh, okay. people, it's it's if is Yair is the uh, Leanna's uncle, Jorah would be the cousin. Oh, okay, they're cousins. No, I'm sorry, not uncle cousin. Sorry, da da da. I'm an idiot. Oh, Phil. Uh, hey, I'm a stoner. Give me a break. Liana and Jorah. Right. No, no. I think it's his niece. Jorah. I think Jorah is the niece. I mean, Jorah is an uncle. <laughs> Jorah is the uncle. I think it's Mormont had a son and a daughter. The daughter took over when Jorah got fucking booted and Mormont went to take the black. And yeah, so this would be. Um... She died fighting in the Rob's War there. And... No, uh, Red says that, and a couple of people in the chat can say, they say it's actually uh, the old bear's sister had a daughter, and that's Leanna. Huh. But we'll, we'll double. Ch- we'll double. Daughter. We'll double. We'll double check on that, and people in the live chat can uh, people in the live yeah, chat. Because are... I always thought it was still Jorah's sister was in charge. I didn't realize that I forgot or didn't know or somehow missed it that this, that whoever I don't know. I didn't. I was surprised well, that it was so a little much. girl. Tom says, "Let's just say let's move on from that tonight. Whoever she is, she's pretty cunty for a ten year old. Yep, niece." Uh, <laughs> Listen, yeah, she wasn't bossy she wasn't cunty. She was fucking awesome. Someone says Jorah did not have sisters. Uh, per Serbia said did not have sisters. So it is Jorah's cousin. Okay. Jorah's cousin. So uh, I think the I think the overall thing in the chat is it is cousins. So Jorah's uh, dad is her uncle. Okay. Go. So here we go. Uh, <laughs> Craft Mom, I didn't see you in there. You're fucking amazing. Yeah, Jorah was an only child as far as we know, someone said. So here we. Oh yeah, that would explain why he doesn't have anyone else to leave the sword to. Yes, he is. He absolutely is an only child because he said, "Since my son, blah blah blah, was a bat, was a fuckhead, I don't have anyone else to give this sword to." So okay, so so then our next. uh, Let's take a couple more phone calls before we get into our next scene. Area code nine eight nine. What's going on nine eight nine? Oh wait, you're not on yet. I Bill again. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Doing Doing well. Hello, Katie. Hey. Hey. Um, well, hey, I here's the thing. Um, hello. Oh, we ended up losing your call. Sorry oh, about that. No. Sorry about that. Man, that shit's deep. I wanted to hear the thing. So you're saying that nothing is nothing. Mm. That was deep. That's really existential, right there. We're real. We're really. Think about that. I'll get back to you. Yeah, we'll get back to you. Great, great call. <laughs> Make sure to call back. We'll get you right back on. Area code two one three. Is on in one second, hopefully. If unless this drops again, we'll see. Uh, area code two and three, you're gonna be on in a second here. So, uh, 
so here we go. The our next scene that we get into, just a I'll jump in the chat. The wave is a con yeah, his boss Lana Mormon is a realist. She knows she rules Wisconsin, so she's growing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm area code two one three. If you're there, definitely call right back if I ended up hanging out on you. There's the computer's doing a schizoid embolism at the moment. Fucking uh, in the books, I think uh, still alive. Okay, interesting stuff right there. Let's go over to this call right here. I'm just going to refresh this page. Yes, they do. Milk of the poppy. What's that? Shield. Mm -hmm. They do drugs in Game of Thrones. Yes, they do. They do milk of the poppy oh, yeah. in Game of Thrones. They do a lot of drinking, and there is a huge, huge marijuana field down in High Garden. Thus, <laughs> the name. Mm hmm. Well, well, the last part of what he said it can't be proved, but it's our. It's We've our, seen the field. It's our speculation. We've seen the beach, man. We've seen the beach. It's our. I've been to the island. It's our speculation of that. Um, ultimate. Fuck, dude. Come on, don't do this to me. Sorry, the uh, the the blog talk system is is doing a schizoid embolism. I have to try to get back. Again, oh, no. Yeah, it's doing it. It's 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 funny when it was on free preview, it was fine, but once I started paying for it. It's uh, it's fucked up the last two weeks in a row. But uh, so I'm leaving this page for now. Okay, so our next scene is the Glovers basically telling everybody to go fuck themselves. <laughs> telling <laughs> telling uh, Sansa, John, everyone to go. I love it. As soon as Sansa opens her mouth, did you see John's eyes rolls and his face fall? Yeah, his affect was was amazing. <laughs> Sansa says, "Listen, you fucking owe us. What's going on here? You owe us. You need. You owed it to Rob. You owe it to us. Let's hear it. Let's do it now." And the Glovers say, "Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah." He says, "Well, where was Rob when the Ironborn fucked us? When killed us? He was fucking a foreign whore, getting everyone <laughs> killed. House Stark is dead. Rob killed it. Get out of here." Harsh. Harsh words. Very harsh words. And uh, High Garden flames, grass, smoke. The Glovers had a good the Glovers had a good argument. Sansa's game was weak. Rob fucked shit up. Glovers didn't give any fuck about any Starks. Fucking uh, Glovers getting too old-fashioned for shit. Yeah, it's uh, some fucked up shit happening as though it looks like the website is down. Well, my, my point is this. Like, you're there begging for for some uh from some troops from this house and their big thing was where was rob stark when we were getting slaughtered by the fucking ironborn and they were raping and pillaging our town really a ship full of fucking numbnuts came and raided your town and you couldn't defend that no 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 you know what you're you're keep keep your men keep your men you obviously fucking need them peace <laughs> like are you fucking I'm kidding me the iron the ironborn came here and did what you couldn't stop them at your own fucking front door where was rob rob was fighting a war against fucking five six sorry six other kingdoms wow go fuck yourself go take your our 62 men from the mormons we're, we're gonna go do some damage they, they fight like 10 they, they're not slaves to the ironborn they don't come to the fucking bear island and start shit they stay away from fucking bear island go fuck yourself glovers Straight up, we don't need your shit, Ironborn. <laughs> That's what they should have said and fucking walked away laughing at these fucking dicks. <laughs> oh, my God, Ironborn. Really, dude? Where was Rob Stark? Dick and foreign pussy. 
Really? Really, dude? That's your answer? That's your answer? He was getting laid, so you're not going to fight? You couldn't? You Really, dude? Dude. Dude. Okay. Dude. Dude. Sorry, Joe. You're fucking cracking people. Joe, 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 Joe in the chat. I Thank you, everybody uh, in the chat. We ended up having a, a schizoidembolism on the fucking uh, phone system, but it seems to be back. I'm going to reconnect right now and be able to get you guys back in. Uh my computer did one of those. Joe Bird. People in the chat are like Joe Bird. 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 That's good. Go fishy, right? Walk away with your sixty-two bed. It appears you're calling us. Do it. Oh yeah. Oh, and lemon cakes. Yummy lemon cakes. So everybody, if you had called in and got disconnected, the phone lines are up again at nine one four. 205-5689. As we're getting towards the end of the episode, we're going to make sure we clear the decks and the phone lines right at the end. Thank you. I see everyone calling back in. Thank you so much. we got 38 minutes left on the phone system before we have to recharge it. Got the full phone phone line. So let's get through this next scene, next couple of scenes, and then get to the phone calls at the end. So here we go. Go Joe. Go Joe. People in the chat going fucking major. Go Joe. People in the uh, the Discord group, fucking great stuff going on in the Discord group and the live chat as always. So off to Theon and Asha. I mean, fuck. I mean, Yara. I keep calling her Asha. Off to Theon and Asha, and Theon is forced to be around boobs. And you really got to feel bad for a dude being forced to be around boobs when he doesn't have a cock like that. And Yara is, like, really throwing it in his face, too. He's like, she's almost like... Dude, I don't have a cock, and I'm having fun. Come on, Theon. Go fuck the tits off that one right there. Yeah, come on, Theon. Have some fun, dude. You don't need you don't need to have a dick to have fun with prostitutes, Theon. There's no, things called don't. pegging. There's fucking other games you could play. Come on, I love Theon. It. She says, "Drink, reek, and reek fucking drinks." Yeah. And yeah. she's like, "I want you to be a strong guy now. Drink." And he's like, "Go, yep. go, 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 go." Yes, mommy. I mean, sister. Wishy washy. Yeah. No, don't. Don't be this weak person. Now drink. Go, 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 yeah, go, go, go. Theon has Loosen a up. Now drink. Go, go. Theon has a tongue. God damn it. Who is more wishy washy, Theon or Tommen? Tommen. 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 I'll answer my own question. It's Tommen. Yeah, yeah. It's Tommen. Theon has. Theon showed that he has something. Some balls left in him somewhere. Yeah. Theon is unbeatable at hide the salami. Yeah, Theon has his thug. Theon, Theon misses his... Theon, I just called him. Uh, Theon misses his favorite toy. Scissor time for Theon. Drink the ale, bitch. Tom, people say Tom. And yeah, I was playing the drinking game with Yara. Did I catch Yara motorboating that chick? Get it? Yeah, motorboating. Yes. <laughs> no, get it? Boat? Motorboating? Fucking great. Well, I don't uh... know. No one seems to understand Sansa's position on what Ramsay did to her. He seems like an okay guy. Oh, yeah, we didn't we didn't really talk about the end of that scene with the Glovers and the moment with Sansa. Sansa... They really call her out on her stuff, and she tries to, but ultimately the Glovers won't relent on that. So, so then we go. Yara kisses a, kisses a girl in front of oh, Theon and kisses the tits in front of her and kind of throws it in her face. Uh, Theon ultimately she's he's like she's like it's almost that scene in The Godfather when he takes Johnny Fontaine if you've ever seen The Godfather and he grabs you. Oh, what do you what do you want, Godfather? What do you want? He grabs. I want you to act like a man, and he shakes him. Just act like a man. She's like shaking him. Theon, listen, dude. This, I need to trust you. You are my second in command, ultimately. I need Theon fucking Greyjoy, the guy who was trained by Roderick Castle, the guy who was a fucking badass at some point in time, that that second to Rob and helped Rob through the whole first part of his conquest and all that sort of shit. I need that guy 
mixed with an ironborn that's going to get some balls to be on my side. I don't need this little pussy reek. Get this pussy reek. Flush him down the fucking toilet. I'm now done with drink, that. pussy. Now drink, pussy. Drink. <laughs> drink. You need drink. Yeah, Theon could still get like a rim job or something. Someone's in the chat. <laughs> fucking crazy. There's so lots that Theon can still hey, do. Listen, 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 listen. He's on his way to go see Viserys. Joe, do you want us and, to listen? And the Unsullied. They're going to teach him a thing or two about a thing or two and get him through this tough time and get him back into exploring himself and others. Hey, now, exploring myself. Hey do you, do, you hey th- do you think Theon's having that phantom itch? I imagine so. I imagine <laughs> oh, yeah. I've... I'd be getting a oh. lot of phantom pains right there. Timo, you crack me up. I love you, Timo, so much. <laughs> Timo cracks me up so much. Okay, so so Theon gives her a look. They embrace. She says she's going to fuck tits off some girl. from It's her last night in shore. Theon's like, whatever. Uh, I'm going to need you. We're going to go find this. Where were they? I, that town looked fucking sick, dude. I don't know where they, they were. Popeye's place. Popeye, they were getting some Popeye's chicken. Yeah, the hound was, was in the background at the concession. I don't know. Stand. I liked the look of that place. That place was awesome. Some I like fucking that too. pirate cove somewhere or something. Who knows? Unsullied can sick. teach him how to snuggle. Robert De Niro knows that. I know a thing or two about a thing or two. Great movie, Edward. <laughs> I mean, Matt, that was Madcap. I'm sorry, Madcap. Great movie. Uh, this boy's life, right? I know a yep, thing. This boy's life. Yeah, I, I know, know a thing or two about, about a thing or two. Uh, so then our on next your side on your face, <laughs> our next scene is when we get a little bit, the boat. The boat. oh wait, sorry. Our next scene that we're going to talk about is here on his way to Winterfell. Davos and Sansa and John talking. He was the most experienced commander in Westeros. We get, da- we get Davos waxing poetically about Stannis. There's a stream down there for the horses. I'm not staying here long. In a great place to burn your daughter uh-huh. right back there. Mm-hmm. Someone in the chat mm-hmm. says, was it Volantis? Were they in Volantis? The only reason why I didn't think it was Volantis that Theon and Yara were at is because don't the whores in Volantis have tattoos on them to mark them or something? Maybe they were somewhere in the Summer Isles on their way. or uh, Possibly. I don't know. I just don't know. They didn't say they didn't specify. They didn't specify. They were for for all you Star Trek people, they were on Ryza for whatever that's worth. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. 2,000 wildlings, 200 hornwoods, 143 masons. 62 Mormons. 62 Mormons. It's not what we hoped for. We still have a chance. Someone says it was Volantis was the same bread. Okay, thank you guys. People say it was Volantis. For fuck's sake. So she's your most trusted advisor now. And then Sansa gets into John about Davos. So you're trusting this So you're trusting this Davos now? And he serves Stannis. Who she should be like who who trust or not? Like and then she goes off and writes a letter to Peter Baelish. Who fucking threw a woman out the hall in front of him? I mean, yeah, saved her life there, but uh, well, wow. she's her she's her mother's daughter. She's pretty much doing exactly what Catelyn did. Exactly what Peter wants her to do. Ooh, good point, Joe. So, so she she and John get into a little fight here eventually. His own brother who doesn't have a head. It's not enough. Beyond? We need more men. There's no time. So why not mention fucking Sansa? You're pissing me off here. Why don't just say to John? Why all the deception? Have you been mind fucked by Littlefinger? This this is all on Littlefinger. Littlefinger, 
You fucking manipulated her last week, and she had balls of her own for a minute there, and now she can't find her balls because she should just talk to John about it. Why Why yes. is she being deceptive? Just sit to John go, John, Littlefinger came to me at one point. You know those fail soldiers? We should probably call upon them. Why does she have mm-hmm. to be duplicitous about this? I don't get it. Right. It's very foolish. I don't understand it, it either. Is. I mean, I can speculate on some weak reasons why she might be doing this, but it's it's plain foolish. It is. It's... And at this, I, I'm a little disappointed in this being what her direction, because she should be beyond this kind of, kind of um, thinking, Easy. this being able to be manipulated like this still. Yeah, Sansa made me it, spill it my beer. Be past her. Sansa made me spill my beer. You fucking London, London mm-hmm. Review. Sophia Turner needs to go on a date with me because Sansa made me spill my beer. I think that's only fair. It's only fucking fair. Uh, sure. Sure. Agreed. Sansa mm-hmm. needs to borrow Yara's strap on. Yes, Katie says, "Peace, baby." Sansa's ignorant. She's starting to get annoying. Poor writing says uh, says the Dane. Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy. Let's go in the chat. Uh, probably the White Walkers, but I hope there's some human force. Oh, okay. I return. Welcome back. Danny isn't good at ruling. Danny's not good at anything. Speak of the red-haired devil. <laughs> it's the old Sansa. She's back. Yeah, bad writing. They make her look weak again. Not poor writing. Every time you don't get what you want. DL, says Edward. Paul quickly says she would have to ally herself with the guy that got her raped. Yeah, Paul. Right. Paul, all the more reason to tell John all about this guy and see what he has to say about it. I don't think John knows anything about Peter Baelish, though. Well, that's why I'm saying Sansa needs to tell him everything. You guys take over for a second. I'll be. You guys. You guys. Hey guys, you guys take over for one second. I'll be right back. I know it's scary, but but talk about Peter Baelish. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think Sansa needs to to be completely open and honest with with John and Davos. Tell them all about this guy, but what he is offering right now, but the consequences of it and dealing with this dude so that she's not alone with this decision and taking all of this responsibility on her head if it all falls apart, which with Baelish, it, it very possibly could because it's all about him in the end. She says, John, you're in charge. And then is making decisions and giving him half half information mm-hmm. and making decisions without him because she's the one, as she said, with the Stark name. See, I don't think there's any arrogance in there for her at there this is point. Now. There is now at this point. I I think, mm, I think I that's, disagree. that's I think that's why she's not coming to John and seeing what he thinks and seeing what Davos thinks and seeing what her allies think. I think that's all arrogance. I don't think it has anything to do with like she doesn't trust them mm. or anything. No, I think I didn't say no. Right. So I, and that's one of the. So you. So Joe, you're thinking the arrogance. Joe, so you're saying the arrogance by her is ultimately her wanting to make this all because of her. It's one of those things where, oh, I came up with the idea. She wants to be, get ownership start. of it. I don't know what's going on yes. in her head exactly. She could be just thinking about it that she wants to play Littlefinger and play her own game and do this all herself. Like, like, look, I'm offering something to the equation too, and I did this all myself. Mm-hmm. So she has a better claim later for taking over the house. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Whatever her mindset is, I think it's wrong. I, I guess that's what I'll say. I think it's wrong not talking to John. And if, and if that, and if that's the case, as you said, Phil, then it's all about, as I said, her. What was it? Use ego. You got arrogance. arrogance. Yeah. Maybe. No, I, I just, I think she's acting out of um, fear and insecurity, which is exactly what Littlefinger tapped into. Good. I really yeah. don't think it's about 
prideful i'm the stark i uh, because i mean rickon's still out there too and, yeah, and, and she knows that yeah she knows rick so i was gonna say brand he has real claim uh, she knows who Ramsey is, and she knows Rickon ain't gonna be out there for long. And she knows once they but get down there, they're still alive. Uh, to, uh, someone says, Ma Maiden says, I know a lot of people never enjoyed Sense of Storyline in the beginning, but I love it for some reason. I just love her. Uh, Team Stark acting all unprepared ex and scared, except for Davos. Uh, think about it. She spent the majority of her time around schemers and shitty people like Littlefinger and Cersei. Good, very good point. That's that's an excellent point, E. Martinez. Uh, yup, yup, yup. Katie says, Peace, baby. Peace, baby's right up in, in your all of your points tonight, Katie. So, uh, let's go into our next scene, which Everyone is should be. <laughs> Ian McShane giving a speech about being a soldier this was really awesome a really good speech this is one of those moments where you never run from a fight where you realize ian mcshane goes all deadwood here it just shows how awesome of an actor he is a coward who followed orders uh mike mike stands i'm preaching to one man in the crowd but you'll all get it and it'll hit with everybody who's watching heal that farmer's crops good i'm your thief Kill those young lads. So he tells a story, and the hound watches this all as we're saying, ah. And uh, then some dude shows up, and he's trying to shake them down. And he's like, listen, uh, I got you guys protect. I'm gonna get you guys some protection. I'm gonna get you some protection. And uh, the elder brother kind of just what? just says, protection from what? What do you guys need? And Sandor spots these guys the whole time and notices that it's a bad time. So then we get a scene with Sandor and the Elder Brother where they talk about... What was I supposed to say? We don't believe in your seven lift from the Brotherhood. With all the Red God. I will all are welcome here. Anyway, we got nothing for them. Sure you do. You've got food, you've got steel, even if you say you don't. And you've got women. What do you want to do? Fire. <sighs> Kill them. Cold Sun says, Mick Shane's character wasn't bad, but he was way oversold. He was on screen for like seven minutes total. Someone yeah, else says, yeah. what that a was waste. very disappointing. Alexander Siddig also as well. I feel like Alexander Siddig was wasted more than Ian McShane was, but I, I definitely hear what people are saying. Uh, Ian mm. McShane is excellent, and to use him for one episode and then hang him at the end, you almost see why he got kind of, not pissed off about it, but why at the end of it all, he's like, I don't mind spoiling shit. What's the matter? They hung yeah, me. They put, yeah, they put like, me in for one but, episode. Um, it's not like they can say, I, I, you know, now you're not coming back. I already ain't coming yeah, back. I'm dead. Fuck yeah. Yep. So, uh, he, it'll be you against all of them. I mean, these people don't know how to fight. You do. I'm done with fighting. Even and they go back and forth. The hound's going to kill some fuckers after he eats some chicken. Oh, no, this is when the, he goes, come over here, drink some ale, eat some soup with no chicken, just soup. So our next scene is Aria. Aria wants to go home, and she's got some loot, and she's down at the down which is i love i've been asking for more bravos this gave us some more bravos mm -hmm. in this this mm -hmm. scene it was very it was short but it gave me a little bit more of what i've wanted uh, a little bit of more aria just walking through the streets of bravos and we see aria love hot love Maisie williams again someone in oh, the amazing. someone texted us this and i can't say it enough how awesome of an actress Maisie williams is mm -hmm. and getting to see her work is really all really a joy and she's so great with her expressions and she's so it's what the the Cersei actress, what Lady Crane said to her last week, it was just so breaking the fourth wall, which you just have such expressive eyes. She just has uh -huh. such fucking expressive eyes. Excuse me. So uh, ultimately she uh, runs game and she says, no, I'm getting a cabin. Here's all my money. What's the matter where I got my money? T take me home to Westeros. So she ends up walking through the streets. And I got to say, Arya 
I mean, Maisie Williams, good, 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 good acting, great decisions as an actress. Uh, uh, Maisie mm-hmm. Williams, Aria, what in fuck's hell are you doing? What the fuck do you think you're doing? Just Why walking, you hiding in a corner. Yeah, what you're walking, just th- watching. Like- you're, you're, but even okay, you go and talk to the guy. You get passage to Westeros. Then you go hide. You're walking willy nilly through the streets, smiling. You mm-hmm. just fucked Fuck over the them. House of Black and White in Bravos. Are you that? Speaking of ego, the ego on this Aria chick as she's walking, this old woman comes up to her and goes, "Hey, how's it going? You're really beautiful, oh, little excuse girl." Excuse me, kid. And she stabs her in the fucking belly, red wedding to Talisa style. Like, her and then well, fucking talk about classic fairy tale, like the little old lady who looks all sweet. And ripped so, your guts out. Yeah, ripped your guts out. And someone else said in the chat, I can't believe she didn't even care. She's not even carrying needle while she's walking through the streets. She's, no. like, she's like, no one can hurt me. I'm Arya Stark. I'm fucking Teflon. I fucking, everything bounces off of me. La da da. You know, she's just Once like, what? she realized she needed, though, she did the smart. She didn't stick around. She didn't no. just die yeah. right no. there. She, she peaced. said, fuck this. I'm out of here. She I ain't peaced. sticking around for what's next. And this got I me- just, did, I didn't like this. I, I, I wanted something like a little different. I liked. I, mm. I did like it mm. with the exception of Phil's point. Like, why the fuck is she out walking around? That's well, the that's part where of I am. Wrong. Like, the the wave at, I don't know. I th- just think Arya is smarter than this. Yeah, me too. Me Again. too, Katie. Sure. Me too, Katie. Again. It was, it was smarter than this. She's it was convenient she stupidity because we see her in the last episode hiding in the dark. So we know she's not stupid. It just mm-hmm. seemed to me like a really dumb decision. Like she was so happy she was going back to Westeros. She dropped her guard for a second and she should never drop her guard. Mm-hmm. When, the, when these fucking ninjas that you were training with for the last year, you know what they're capable of. You know that they have mm-hmm. faces. They can hide themselves. You're aware of all of the, Aria. You're aware of all of that, and you're walking. And the wave has a hard on for her, too. Right. Like, so, so, one of the callers mentioned this earlier. The wave does not give her a quick death, like slitting her throat, no. which she could have if she stabs her in the belly several times, which is obviously not going to kill Aria because we see her in the next episode. And being stabbed in the belly that many times will not necessarily kill you quick. You're going to bleed out slowly. No, so, painfully. Painfully. Yes. Very slow Awful. and painfully. So, 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 and, uh, she's, she ends up jumping over into the water and the wave, I guess, thinks she's dead, even though, come on, go down and check to see if a body's in there or something like, but whatever. She accepts that Ari is dead. So now Ari is going to get a sneak attack in the next episode once she gets sewed up. But I do have to say the moment, the moment with Aria walking through the streets, bleeding out and all of that with all the eyes around her, she's panicking, Mm. losing blood, excellently shot scene while getting into the emotions, the the way it was edited together with the bouncy cam and all that sort of stuff. Really love that. Well done. Yeah. Awesome stuff. So our last scene of the episode, and then we're going to get to the call. So if you guys want to get in the calls, now's the time to call in. 914-205-5689. And we're going to get to all the calls before we call it an evening. We go back to the hound drinking, and he hears some screaming in the background, and he heads out. He walks out, and all the folks have been slaughtered. We hear some uh, rope swinging, and Ian McShane is hung because he spoiled Game of Thrones, and they killed him. And Sandor looks on him, and he's fucking pissed, grabs an axe, and it's on. To our wow, the se- hound is fucking slow, man. Mm. Limpy, limpy, How limpy. How far slow. away was he chilling? Yeah, he was. And they were all dead with arrows. I want to point that out again. They all were dead with arrows. They weren't. And those three people that came up earlier didn't have arrows. Yep. 
I and, totally missed the arrows. And yeah, uh, they were all dead. And quickly, our scenes from next week, we see the Cersei line. She chooses violence. We see Jamie and Brienne are going to have a major face-off. We see the hound, uh, the waif. We see dead spat, maybe a dead uh, dead sparrow. What Frank the fuck? A mountain yeah, on Frank, someone's head. Yeah, dead, oh. uh, dead spouse. So who knows? A lot of good stuff coming up next week on Game of Thrones. But before we go, let's take some of our calls and live chat yeah. before we call it an evening. Area code 716. You're on the air. What's going on? Oh, hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. We are really off. Um, Thank you I for calling. I have a theory about Arya. Do it. Hello? Hey, you're there. Okay. <laughs> I just think that Arya is the wave. Um, think about, like, Fight Club. Oh, interesting. You know how... Uh, Ooh. And think about, like, she's getting her ass kicked in an alley. And she's blind. And nobody helps her. You know, why aren't yeah. they helping her? Hmm. Maybe they're looking at her like, who's this crazy bitch? What's she doing, you know? Interesting. And then, have you yeah. ever seen anybody else interact with Jack and, or with the wave other than Jack and Anaria? Hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, I think there's going to be a reveal where, you know, the wave thinks she's going to kill Arya and then report back to Jack in, and then she's going to take off the mask and it's going to be Arya underneath. And well, the way so who are you? Another one that gets no really one. deep into levels because In, the way interesting, interesting, interesting stuff, caller. I don't agree with you, but I uh, love, I love where your mind's going with that one. The good, good stuff, great stuff. I don't necessarily agree with you, but I love that. That's some pretty awesome stuff. I, yeah, I was kind of thinking something similar, but and like as the scene went on, I was kind of like, yeah, no, I don't see how it would work. But I was thinking along those lines in the beginning of the scene and when the wave popped up. Very interesting like, stuff. Oh, some twist in this. I don't know. It's an interesting idea. Yes. Um, here we go. Area code 213. Welcome, 213. Hello. Hey, what's Hello, up, buddy? Great to hear from you. Hello. Jamie Lannister, first time caller. Oh, dude, Jamie. Fucking um, A. Fucking A, Jamie. How's it going, buddy? Good. I just got done talking with the Blackfish. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people yeah. wondering what I've been up to today, questioning my skills in battle. <laughs> you're... you're... But, uh, fucking... I mean, just, just remember... You, Jamie. Go ahead, go ahead. Go. No, fucking Jamie Lannister, dude. I want to know that gold fucking hand, dude. Like the stranger, dude. The stranger. Can you get a grip of that, dude? Yeah. It, it, it's really awesome to hear from you, Jamie Lannister. You were the yeah. man. Well, Do you have finally, one with kung fu grip? I'm finally getting a bit used to it. <laughs> Jamie fucking Lannister. <laughs> Jamie Lannister. I I hope you're around Thursday at 2 p.m. on Eastern Standard Time because uh, Jamie Lannister. I'd love to love you to join Joe and I on Wednesday for our uh, for our feedback show. So we'll uh, we'll t we'll talk to you a little bit off the air about that. So I'll talk to you later, Jamie Lannister. You're fucking you're the best. Thanks. Of course, Bill, Joe, Katie Crow, take care. Good. We got Jamie motherfucking Lannister wow. in there. Fucking scary shit. Here we go. Area code 716. What's going on? 716, you are on. Going once. Oh, so we lost 716. Let's get to our buddy Jay. What's going on, Jay? How are you doing, buddy? Hey, what's 
up. I left a. Me- I got three things. One is I left a message, so check that before you clear the, before you go off the air. Cool. Um, it, uh, the, I have an answer to the to the why didn't that sword thing come up with the, in the house Mormon thing? Do it. Mm. I watched another. I watched another uh, review show or something, and they said that the hilt on that sword used to be a bear or something like yep. or, yep. Go with House Mormont, and that he changed it to a like a a wolf. wolf. So yeah. maybe they didn't recognize the sword. Why he didn't bring it up? That's a different question. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's why they didn't they have not brought it up. And saying, and by the way, Phil, you are the worst person at consoling anyone ever. <laughs> saying Theon has a tongue <laughs> and he can just do that is literally like saying, uh, yeah, uh, it's like it's like the equivalent of. Telling a guy that used to be a a great um, basketball player, a football player, that just got both of his hands chopped off, that he can't play the sport anymore, but he can go watch people have fun playing it. That is not a good thing to do. Okay, it's not like it's not like he's going to get any pleasure out of them. Out of tonguing a chick. <laughs> good, good point. Great stuff, Jay. And let's get to your voicemail right now. Let's get, uh, let's get a couple of uh, voicemails that we have left right now here. Let's listen to SMs before we call it a night here. Joe, it's where it's not creepy for a um, for for someone like a extra priestess to talk like that. If any of the uh, red priestess that we've seen gave that same offer to me. I'd be like, oh, so you're like in, in Joe and uh, you and Phyllis and Henry, you know, of uh, uh, one of um, the priests would be giving me fuck me eyes. Yeah, that wouldn't be creepy to me at all. I mean, assuming, for, assuming it was one of those hot female red priestess and she never ever took yeah. off the necklace yeah hopefully the sex doesn't get too rough and it doesn't fall off accidentally mm. yeah good point uh someone in buffalo new york says props to Maisie williams she's fucking awesome we got a couple of messages from uh chattanooga tennessee so let's check out these two messages yo 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 it's your 420 traveler from high garden hey man i was scared today because i thought that cersei was gonna get the mountain to chop that old bitch in half and she yeah. caught a lot of good green for me Yikes. I don't know what's going to happen. I really like the show. But it was real short. By the time I rolled up and got ready and lit it up, smoked it, it was over. That was some bullshit. Mm-hmm. But I still liked it, and I like you guys. Keep it up. Peace. Awesome yeah. stuff, buddy. Thank Great you. to hear from you. A couple more. Let's call. Let's uh, let's clear the decks here. Yeah, it's me again, the 420 Traveler. <laughs> I'm tired of the phrase, too. They come and try to take over the Riverlands with that weak-ass army. Jamie rolls up with a million of the Lannister army. What the fuck? I can't wait till they die. All of them. Yes. And I'm going to smoke a blunt. Ooh, it's going to be so good when they die. All right, peace. The great okay. stuff right there. We got a text. Um, hi, guys. I have a quick question. Will Jon Snow ever be dubbed by a Stark or will he be forever treated as a bastard? I feel like the future king of the North, but I don't see anyone being loyal to him as a Stark. Otherwise, people that pledge themselves. Who does Sansa write the letter to? The Vale. I think she wrote it to the Vale. Will Jon ever be Jon Stark? I don't know. I don't think so. I personally don't think he'll ever be a John Stark. What is the over/under for Peter Baelish betraying Sansa at the Battle of Winterfell? I think it's. I think it's. Uh, 
I think it's even money. Even money on that one. Timo says, Aria wanted to be seen. Uh, she planted it all. She could have been used as a fake prop from the actors. She knew she couldn't uh, best her, so she was smarter than her. Very interesting that it was all sort of a setup for that. Very good stuff. Someone says they want Frey Pies now. I think we all kind of want Frey Pies on some level. Some of our other... I don't think it was a setup, but I think she goes straight to the actor troupe and they help her. Yep. One more voicemail, and then we'll sort of call, start to wrap things yeah, up. I feel I can't make that the live number there, but uh, oh no, this I'm is your voicemail. We uh, got Big J, Big J already. We already talked to Big J. Let's listen to uh, uh, Heath Hinton, our good buddy Heath Hinton. All right, guys. Here's a question: Who screws up more, Robert Cersei? And Ooh, how great would it be? We just just go ahead and get Lady Mormont to be uh, the Queen of Westeros. That is one yeah. tough little girl. Who would want to get yeah. a fight with her? She was smarter than all three of them put together. I was and I'm smarter than a fifth grader. Sorry. Uh, I love this yeah. little chick. Anyway, this is Heath, guys. Have a great night. Love you, Heath Hinton. Thank who, you. Who screwed up Thank more there? Uh, it's a fucking uh, Rob. Uh, Rob, because uh, there's still a lot of mm. all the Lannister brothers are still alive, <laughs> and yeah, true, you know true. she's Cersei's still alive, so she hasn't been able to uh, kill herself. So uh, let's, and her son doesn't have enough power. Yep. Oh, yep. let's let's take one last call and call in an evening. Area code, area code seven one six. You are back on the air. Seven one six. What's going on? Hey guys, what do you think is next for Bran, Mira, and Cold Hands? Ooh. Ooh, good question. I think ultimately they need to be heading towards the wall. They need to get Bran uh, yeah. on the other side of the wall. So that's it. He's cold hands. We're calling it that. We're yes, doing it. we're doing it's it. it. We're it's doing it. Amalgamation. It's, uh, it's yeah. it. All right. Okay. I'm down. I'll yeah. do it. I'm in. He's he's cold hands. We're calling him cold hands. It's a thing. Calling him cold hands. All right. It's I'm, a I'm okay with that. Okay. Where that. do you think they're going next, Joe? <laughs> Fucking Winterfell. Winterfell. You think? Oh, Joe's. I think Bran's destination. I am still on that train. That Bran's destination is straight. To that tree in Winterfell. Oh yeah, that yeah, white yeah. weirwood tree. Yeah, in yeah. You're all about you're all about Winterfell. that tree. So every- I'm all about that. It's it's featured very prominently mm-hmm. in both the books, the opening credits, uh, a few times in season one and season two. Yes. We've seen that tree many times. I think that's where we're going. I think that uh, that that is going to be ultimately Bran's destination. There are very few of these trees left. And the Starks made it a point to make sure that one was protected inside the walls at Winterfell. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, uh, one last comment. Hey, Phil, it's Yurik from the Discord chat. Just wanted to throw out that Leanna moment reminded me a lot of Bran when he was running Winterfell in season two, being harshly honest and, and strong for their house. Just cool to connect. Love seeing it. I love seeing it too. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's been a really yeah. awesome show. Thank you. We'll be going to be on for our, vo- for our feedback show. Get your feedback in at 781-990-8509. If I didn't get to your voicemail or excuse me, or text tonight, get to it on the voicemail show. Joe and I will be on on Wednesday at around 2 p.m. I mean, Thursday, Eastern Standard Time, around 2 p.m. to do our voicemail recap show. And I mean, to our, sorry, to do our feedback show. And I think The Walking David might be joining us as well this week. So it'll be a good time, at least for part of the show. And everybody, if you haven't already, subscribe like this video if you enjoyed it. Uh, join Dirty Issues streaming. You can find me on Twitter. I got issues, man. Find Joe at Dirty Locks. Find us on Facebook at Phil's Recap and Review. Find the Google Plus group if you can see that. Find all these things in the description box below. You can uh, huge thanks to the couple people that have donated to Patreon and PayPal over the season. Huge mm-hmm. thanks to all of you guys. And you can find that in the description box below. But a couple of you people uh, over the week 
uh, Pete's Live Music, who just did a bitch being noisy, uh, just being no noisy, Michael T, Billy D. You guys are all fucking awesome. Thank you for your donations and all the hard work Thanks. you guys are doing. Thank Join the you. Discord yes. group, issuesprogram.com, subscribe to the podcast, all that happy horse shit. Thank you, everybody, so much. And we're going to end oh, things you. tonight with a very special remix version that Petey's Live Music did for us, yeah. starring Tyrion with one of our closing songs. So, everybody, thank you so much. We will be back on Thursday to talk more Game of Thrones. I may be on on another channel this week on Wednesday morning, so look out for that. I'll try to post that information later, but I'm really excited to be joining a couple of awesome people for their recap for uh, for this week. I, I don't want to talk about it quite yet, make it a little bit more of a surprise, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm joining a couple people for their weekly cast and i'm really can't be more excited to be joining them awesome. and talking about stuff it's gonna be a morning show so look out for the post of that so everybody here from pd's live music here's a remix version of analysis paralysis Tyrion paralysis and everybody if you enjoyed this <laughs> and you want another character from game of thrones to get this kind of treatment we're gonna put up a vote somewhere and everyone the straw polls you can see the straw polls i forgot about the straw polls I am going to do the the uh, results of these straw polls before we call it a night here. Um, quickly, let me get to our wait. We'll t actually I will do give the answers to our straw polls for the night on our feedback shows. So maybe mm -hmm. uh, we can share the links to those in the description box below. Keep them open a little bit and talk about it on the feedback show. So everybody, thank you so much. Here's PD's live music, Tyrion remix. Where do I begin, my lords and ladies? I am Tyrion. Son of Tywin, of Clan Lannister. I'm going to die. May as well be with a song in my heart. Imp! 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 Dwarf. Dwarf. <laughs> you should have stopped at Imp. Drinking. And yes. No man can match me in these things. I'm a monster. Drinking. And yes. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. The Lord of Light wants his enemies burnt. There you have it. The drowned God wants them drowned. Nothing to worry about. Why are all the gods such vicious cunts? Where is the god of tits and wine? I drink. I'm a vile man. I drink. I confess it. I drink. I'm a vile man. And I know things. I'm a great fighter, too. I have lied and cheated, gambled and whored. I do. I am the god of tits and wine. What about the dwarf? Worthless. Chop off his cock. Let's discuss this. The dwarf's cock has magic powers. Wait, wait, wait! We find a cock <laughs> I'll sell it for a fortune. You can't just hand a dried cook to a merchant and expect him to pay for it. He has to know it came from a dwarf. And how could he know? It will be a dwarf-sized cock. Guess again. What do you want? Gold? Women? I'm here to help. Golden women? Don't eat the help. It's the wine. Stick with me and you'll have them all. We find a cock merchant. Milk my ears into a pot of turtle stew. Flogged the one I snake. I'm a monster. Skinned my sausage. Crit says, Phil, you got I taken in by the Bravos man. improv. Aria was wearing blood bladders. She was not carrying needles. She was out and about throwing money around to get attention. I made the bald man cry. Into the turtle stew. Long, sullen silences and an occasional punch in the face. The Mormont way. I am the god of jits and wine. I drink, I touch, and I know things. Next time I have an idea like that, punch me in the face. Great. The Mormont way. <laughs> Great stuff by Petey's live music. Awesome stuff. Great way to. <laughs>
great stuff. I, I didn't want to uh, didn't want to close the show right directly with that. I just wanted to make sure I said that. Such an awesome job. Huge awesome. thanks. If you guys share in the live chat or share in the comment section below, and we're going to put out a poll in the Google Plus group and share it through the Discord and all of that stuff for their next character. Pete's Live Music did an excellent job, and he's willing to do some more stuff for us. So I uh, cannot thank him enough. You guys are all a bunch of awesome people. And uh, good night. Second.